Hey, young brother. Didn't you say you wanted to be like Malcolm? Didn't you hang all his quotes on your wall? Didn't you write about him all through college? I thought you was a know-it-all. Didn't you depict him like he was your Jesus? And you were the Apostle Paul. I thought you said you wanted to be like Malcolm. You even thought about getting an ex tatted. But your actions show that you're nothing but a savage. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said that the black man was God. But by your ways, you seemed just like another fraud. You even preached about black economics. Just still a slave to them white folks in your pocket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said you was going to electrify your own people by missing your own socket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You can't even control your own emotions. You're up and down like hot hydraulics. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. And I know you feel a little phony when you're out drinking with your white homies. Because another nigga just got killed and they caught it on camera. And what you going to do? Just rent and share a post just so people can come in and be like, damn, little Tom Tom woke. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. Be real, young brother. Even though you said that Malcolm was your hero, you nothing but another miseducated Negro. Back to the Blur Lines podcast. This is your host, Black Line, with my co-host and great friend and great brother, uh, Blue Line. Hello, sir. Uh, and my other great friend and great brother, uh, producer, preaching Twan. What up, and what we up? we also have a special guest with uh, with us today. Uh, producer Twan knows her well, so go ahead and introduce this beautiful young lady over here that's sitting next beside me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how do you start? Social <laughs> activist, uh, mother, uh, not just to her own kids, but to a whole community of black men that don't have proper parenting. Um, not afraid to stand up and talk to people that most of us would shiver and talk to. Mm. Uh, she's got some pretty gangster stories that I hope she tells. Yeah, I've only been sitting here, <laughs> sitting here for about 15, 20 oh, minutes. Man. And she just, got real already, didn't it? got real already, and I was like, man, I, yeah. I wish we would have been rolling then, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back up, though. Yeah. And uh, 17th, no, one-year anniversary. Yeah. And I'm going to let you say what that one-year anniversary is. Uh, absolutely beautiful person inside and out, Miss Clemmy Greenley. Yay. Yay. How you doing today? Good morning, good morning. Yeah. Let me just start off by saying let me thank my God, which mm. is uh, dreadlocks. I hang out in the hood. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I love that. Is, I, it, is, is, it, is, is your God uh, a black guy or a black woman? Mine's, With dreads. mine's is both. Both? Yes, okay. mine's I love both. that. I love Great. that. There um, you go. But well, we talk about that all the time mm-hmm, on here. Mm-hmm. Mine's both. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did because mine ain't going to come out either way. Let me just say, first of all, uh, my, my uh, year, he was talking about this time last year, uh, May 17, 2018. I was in the hospital giving two years to live. And uh, mm. 
I kept believing in my God running around the hood trying to find me a heart. And mm. it was telling me that it was impossible because there was a one to five waiting list. And I kept telling them, I'm going to have a heart no later than May the 30th. Mm. I kept telling the doctor that. And he mm. said, you believe that too, don't you? I said, yes, sir. And uh, they put me in for May the 5th. And May the 16th, they came and told me that my doctor was flying to Texas, mm -hmm. the strong state. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me to find me a heart. Mm. So today is my one year celebration of my new heart and new start. Mm. Yeah. Watch out, wow. yeah, yeah. What uh, what made you like? What what faith <clears throat> did you just like? What, how'd you get that type of faith? How'd you get that type of strength to believe that you were gonna get uh, a new heart uh, a year uh, ago? Well, my strength started really when I was five years old. Uh, being tor tormented, molested, and all kind of stuff mm -hmm. at a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. um, uh, let me just say I had two parents. Uh, both of them was alcoholics. See, it's different when you talk about having two parents in your home. And right. Not have mm -hmm. two parents. You can have two parents in your home. Right. Yeah. And still not have two parents in your home. Mm -hmm. And uh, they did the best they can. I love my parents. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it was unconditional love with them. I don't think they knew how to be a parent themselves. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I wasn't protected like I thought I should have been. And um, so I went through from that through pretty hell from that age to eight years old. And I started drinking with my father. And um, that led into some more sexual activities with me. Not from him, but from his drunken friend. Jeez. And wh where did you grow so up you in? Were eight years old. Did you grow up in Nashville? Yeah, I grew up in Nashville. Okay. Uh, started out in, uh, in the country. I, think that, I wish they had left me there. Uh, Bellevue. Mm -hmm. It was Bellevue, okay. Tennessee then, but I don't, I don't know what it is now. It's, it's View View because there's a lot of stuff out there now. But, uh, but anyway, we ended up losing our house every time from alcoholic parents not being able to pay the bill month to right. month. We ended up moving to the project. So mm -hmm. the first project I moved to was um, South 8 Court on South 8 and Shelby. Mm -hmm. And this is where mostly everything started for me because number one, we was we was not with the flushing toilets and light switches and all that. So when we ran in all of that, not only did we run out of the department first because it scared us, mm -hmm. but we wanted to know how, how did this happen? What was that? So mm -hmm. now you introduced to the fast life world. To us, that's the fast life world. But to everybody who lives here, that's just a normal life. And world. so you were how old when you moved there? I was uh, 10, I was 9 or 10 years old. But you'd already before. spent, since the age of 5, Oh, You'd I, been raised by alcoholic parents. You said you started drinking when you were eight. I started drinking when I was eight. I started smoking what you, cigarettes. What, what, what you started drinking? First thing we was drinking on Wild Irish Road. Okay. Oh, wow. uh -huh. you started That's the favorite out. drink back in the day. So I started at 13 with 211. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you upgraded on me. <laughs> I thought we kind of upgraded. Yeah, that's upgraded from Wild Irish Road. But anyway, uh, and then the, the Wild Turkey. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then... Um, Eng oh, oh, English. Oh, English. Yeah, you got so, the 40s. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened at that age, like I'm talking about it now, like I'm bragging about it, but I'm not bragging but, yeah, about it. Yeah, you're not bragging about <clears throat> it. But I can talk about it freshly right. now because of my God. But what mm. happened then, I guess, because my 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 genes is mostly my father's, so maybe my stomach was my father's stomach, mm -hmm. not my mom's stomach, because yeah, that didn't even bother me. None of the drinking bothered me, made really? me sick, made me throw up or nothing. nothing. And wow. I started like, I mm. want some more. And so by the time I was 10, uh, I already had started smoking cigarettes and then got introduced to marijuana by being out on the street, being nosy. Where's all the people standing there for? Why they play loud music every night and 
I want to go over there and see. Right. So <clears throat> it wasn't like I was being told, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, it was like, mama, can I, uh, you know, whiskey ball in one hand, cigarette good, and hollering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> that's what happened with me. Uh, my voice cracked. Oh, no, nah, you good. <laughs> <clears throat> that's what happened with me out there. So when they say... um. Sexual active. I, I was not sexual active at no 13. I was sexual active at five. Mm. And um, and so, and this is why I get angry with people because it, it, um, at 10 years old is when people start coming around your neighborhood that we thought was servants of God and, and missionary people and stuff like that. They're going to start coming passing out candy, uh, clothes, shoes, you know, food boxes. Stuff like that, so you don't gain that trust. You see what I'm saying? So I right. used to love for them to come, cause now I know we got <clears throat> a can of, I mean, a real uh, dinner instead of can of poker beans and hot dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. So that went on for a couple of years, and I, I, I during that ten to twelve, I'm still in the street. I'm still, I'm, I'm hanging out now. You know, my mom get your buddy in here. You know, but it's too late to tell me get my buddy in right, here. Right. And so as the people still kept coming around, that's how I ended up with mm. the. Uh, Sex trafficking part at twelve years old. So, I um, uh, I, I this is where my gracefulness still come in. You yeah, know what yeah. Because the same people who come around and bring you them food boxes, them nice shoes, and them look cute dresses and stuff that you was taking, thinking that now I get to have a pretty dress on because we didn't have old kind of clothes. Mm-hmm. But you never thought that they were gonna come back around. And I'm telling y'all, this is happening today. Mm-hmm. Right. You never thought that they would come back around and say, "Okay, so you still love them little pretty dresses?" Yes, you got another one. Mm-hmm. Say, "Yeah, but this time you got to pay for it." I'm 12 years old. How I'm gonna pay for it? Mm-hmm. I told you, I ain't got no job. I don't got no money. I'm still trying to get some well, nailators. I mean, yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to get some nailators. Um, <laughs> and so here they come back around and say, "Oh, oh yeah, you can pay for it." And so then I got snatched in the car, which at the time, I didn't know it was a limousine. I always say a big black car. Gotcha. So they snatched Damn. me in this car, and when they immediately put you put me in the car, they covered my mouth with something that knocks you out real mm-hmm. quick. Really? Uh-huh. They cover your mouth up with something that knocks you out real quick. And Whoa. then they take you to this house, and then they shoot you up with drugs and, and tie you to a bed post. Hmm. Do you know what the drugs were? They shot you up yeah, it was liquid cocaine at the time. Mm-hmm. Now that I know all of this, yeah, now yeah, it was yeah, liquid yeah. cocaine. Wow. Mm. So that right there took a world pool for me. Um, it took like it did destroy my world. Just let mm-hmm. me say that. And so when I get there and I notice all these other girls there, and they not ladies, girls, um, I start crying and know I'm finna die. So mm. I tell people all the time, the stab wound I have in my back, trying to get away. The, the 16 stitches I accumulated in my head trying to get away was nothing pretty for me at no 12, 14, 16, hell, 18. Because you don't know why you're going through all this, getting thrown out of cars, getting raped, getting uh, ran over, getting drugs, getting beat. All I'm like, damn, what the hell did I do? You know, mm-hmm. what did I even do to even deserve all this, right? this, right? So <clears throat> at 13, I got pregnant. And so I'm now like, what is this? Ain't nobody telling me nothing about what is it. My belly's getting big. Is something going on? What's happening? Mm-hmm. When I go in labor, I go in here and tell my mom, my grandma, and them, I'm in labor. They said a little blue bucket, you know, I don't know, y'all too young, a little chiseling bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah in the yeah. floor, told me sit on it and told me don't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, but something is, something going on down here. So I'm screaming because it's hurting my play auntie. 
just happened to been getting off of work and she's a nurse and saw me in there and see, and see me on that bucket screaming and got me up and put me in the bed. When she put me in the bed, something popped out. So you didn't know <clears> you were pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, she's only you 13. Just, you just, Until saw, I started getting you just saw that your stomach was getting big. big. Mm-hmm. Nobody in your mm-hmm. household said maybe mm-hmm. she's pregnant. No, I don't think nobody in my household knew I was sexual active. Really? Cause right today, my mom and dad don't even know these men's been doing all this to me. Right. Who your, can you tell? Are your parents right. still alcoholics at this point? They they deceased. No, I'm saying. Was they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they're they're, they're, they're they staying drunk. They and, wouldn't. They staying drunk. They wouldn't know no way. They wouldn't know. Oh, they no wouldn't way. believe it. These are my dad's best friends. They mm-hmm. work right. together. You know, the but nobody truck. in the neighborhood even knew like nobody. Or no, nobody said nothing. The neighborhood is about like it is right today right. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, paying no attention. And, and how how long ago was this? What year would that have been? This oh three. I mean two thousand three. I mean this would two thousand three is when I'm finna get to my son. Oh, uh, this right here had to be like seventy six, seventy eight. I don't know. Okay. So nobody wanted to talk about none of that. No way. So my point was with the, with me being snatched up those many days and going into weeks. Why nobody even asked where I was at? Mm-hmm. Why Miss Margaret on that porch didn't say where that little fast ass Clemmie at? You know, mm. why, 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 why Uncle Ed, when he come over there with his little filth of a thunderbird at that time, <laughs> uh, ain't said, what Clement with that big ass and titties that they always label mm-hmm. me as? So nobody missed me. Mm. So then that's what I always say in my video. Nobody even noticed I was gone. Mm-hmm. So me trying to get away and trying to get back home, it was over. So I, I, I was into my probably 21 Still out there, I'm on drugs. I'm a, I, I think I'm a full bloom junkie by now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they asked me how did I get out? I didn't get out. Mm-hmm. I aged out mm-hmm. because I was too old for the mm-hmm. perpetrators that's ordering mm-hmm. these girls. Mm-hmm. And wow. now I'm a junkie, so I'm costing this mm-hmm. this pimp or whoever this boss man is. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm costing him more money to keep me up to try to handle these men. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so he got to let me go. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an asset now. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm a liability for him. So at any point, did you had to have had contact with police, right? At some point through all oh, this? Oh, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, after all of that, y'all know that y'all heard me say stab, beat, stitches, all that, right? Right. So. Number all before one, the age of eighteen. All of this before the age of eighteen. You're, you're not even you're not mm-hmm. by any stretch, Mm-mm. by any definition, even close to an adult. Mm-mm. This is all happening so to you as a child. I got happy in a way about the baby, cause now everybody wanna go ask me. She's thirteen. What she's in here with this hospital with a baby? For I'm waiting on them to ask me. Mm. These men's got me. They waiting on me. They gonna take me. You know, that's what I wanna try to tell somebody. Ain't nobody say ask me nothing. Mm-hmm. And wow. then when I get when I had the baby, here come my father, cause I love my father. Whether he had wildlife roll in one hand or not, here he come to get me, to take me home to my mother. Mm-hmm. When I get there with my mother with her Seagram gin that she loved in her mm-hmm. hand, they still trying to help me out, you know. But I get back home and I'm telling them, y'all, like some, some people that is snatching us up. So it started out to be about 25 girls that got snatched up out there and only three of us left today. But wow. when we, so when it, they ended up coming back getting me. And my baby ended up with my mother and my father. So I already know what was going to happen. And so they raised him the best way they could. You see what I'm saying? So I never saw my son again for, I think when I see my son one more time, he was five. Then I saw my son again, he was probably 12. Then I saw my son again, I was burying him. Did, so, did he know who you was? Not really. 
mm. you know, for his like mama thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Know, yeah. He sees you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mama always try to tell him about me. Mm-hmm. But for him knowing me and knowing that I was his mom, I think that was probably he probably accepted that when he probably got probably eight, nine or something like that, maybe. Mm. You know, because that's his mama. My mm-hmm. mama is his mama. That's all he know. That's all he know. Yeah. Yeah. So my son, my son. So after I went through that, I was mad because the police got me and uh, asked me questions on my stab wound. When mm-hmm. I come back in there, I tell them I had the baby. This wasn't probably a good year or two past that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm stabbed now, and I'm telling them I got stabbed trying to run away out of this basement. Mm-hmm. What happened when we was at this house? All these girls, I'm going back to get these girls. I'm thinking, me at that age, I'm going back to get them girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Harriet Tubman, huh? You Harriet Tubman. In the yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this come from. Right today, I still don't. But I'm going back to get them girls. So yeah. what happened is. Once they was down there getting the rest of the girls, you know, all tied up and stuff. So, uh, who, what do you mean? The police went down? So they no, listened to you? No, she said, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, she said she was going back. You, up. Yeah, you yeah. by yourself? Yeah, yeah. But now, I'm, this is what happened. Okay, they, okay, already, okay. they got me first. Remember, I told yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. me up yeah, yeah. But they, the drug won't offer me. So they left me laying up here on the front room floor while they go down there and finish doing whatever they do okay. to the girls. I got so many questions right now. When did the drugs wear, wear off? Because I don't by know. By the time you get there, it's, it's, I, I would say probably about, give it give it 10 to 12 minutes. Really? Yeah. Dang. And it wore off. But now it don't wear off that quick when you get ready to do your work for them. They make sure you drugged up long enough to take all these men. Okay, so I'm we I'm talking about to get me off we, the street we, to we get me to where they at. So they drug you so up I when you get in the drink. car. And then yeah. they drug you up again once you get there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was in South so, 8, everybody knows South 8 Alley in, mm-hmm. in the back of Bill Martin, which is not oh, there wow. now, but everybody knows when yeah. Bill Martin was there. Wow. Yeah. So so when I get there, um, I, I, I wake up on the floor, and I try mm. to run. And so one of the guys must have heard me, the noise, and he mm. came up there, and as, as I was trying almost to that door, he grabbed my hair, because I always kept a head full of hair, right. and he grabbed my hair and grabbed me back, and that's how I ended up getting. So once I got there, it missed me three inches from my heart and three inches from my lungs. So now I'm kind of glad because I'm going to die. So I ain't got to worry about coming back, going through this. But I didn't die because I woke up in in ICU and and heard my dad. And I said, no, I'm not dead. He's not Mm -hmm. in heaven. So let me just go and get that little joke in there. But I was glad in a way that he was there. But that's when I felt like the police, when they questioned me, That I told them what happened. What I happened. told them the address. Yeah. I told them about these girls and mm-hmm. everything, and they didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't even come back to even try to act like they didn't believe me, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And so as I got started getting healed, I'm I'm psyched out now because had nobody. I'm 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 now I'm finna be twenty, eighteen mm-hmm. to twenty. So that's when the prostitution hits. Mm-hmm. When you get caught by the police that I'm telling them, I don't want to be here. These people making me be here. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, that's what they all say. Hmm. Uh, i never forget this girl, and I'm going to say her name because I hope she's living. Her name is Debbie Allen. Uh, Allen. She she practically tried to save me because they had already, she'd been in it longer than me. Mm-hmm. She was trying to really save me. She used to hide me on the bed, hide mm. me in the tubs. I, I mean, she really did so I, I'm saying her name because I really wish I she's still living so I can show her. You don't know where she is. Yeah, you you, you no, haven't talked to her. No. Because gotcha. I know the majority of us have been found dead. Mm-hmm. And some of us Jane Doe. So I, I wouldn't even have an idea to know mm-hmm. that. 
So this, so I'm saying this to say this because I want to get back on this police subject that not only I think the school failed me because why they didn't see why I wasn't in school because right, I, I never right. went to school. Yeah. I mean, I went in there and then they ain't been back. Don't don't you send a, 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 a what you call a chowing officer? Sure, officer. Officer. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed, yeah. trust me, my mama got it. Don't you right? Yeah, when I was skipping school, I, my mama yeah. got it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't the DCS folks get your mama and hold her accountable? Yep. So didn't nobody even come to my mama house? Yeah. Uh, they, oh, they didn't do nothing. They ain't been none of that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And wow. so, uh, that's, that's crazy. So this the second time I'm still out here, and I'm like, now you're too ashamed to go home. You jumped out. You don't know what just happened. Why did right. your life turn this way? Mm-hmm. So you got to find somebody who can help you survive out right. there mm-hmm. right. because you don't know what to do now. You don't. And that's when I tell everybody when this uh, uh, NFL thing came, everybody got mad at me yeah. because I'm like, whoa, 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 watch it, watch it. Where your daughters, where your nieces, where your little yeah. boys, yeah. right, yeah. right, where your little right. boys at. Right. So today, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping stuff because I want to get to y'all to get to where I'm at, the audience and everything. So this last call I had was uh, they were surprising me. I think I was probably 24, 25. Mm-hmm. I'm still jumped out now. I got a whole new crew of people that I'm hanging out with. Were your parents respect. still alive? Yeah, everybody's still alive. So your parents still alive. Did you ever reach a point in your life where you were like, I know I can't count on my parents? Yeah. Where, probably where, at like yeah. four. Probably, probably really yeah. early. Yeah. When I first got stuck, got touched at five mm. years old. Because okay. I knew then I, they couldn't protect me. They couldn't protect me. Because man. it would have never okay. happened. Gotcha. I'm looking for little rubber duckies in my bath water, not no grown men. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you. if they didn't even see that, come, my family didn't even know it until this little piece of documentary came out. My family didn't even know it. My, I got mm. an older brother. He didn't even know it. He ready mm. to kill everybody out here. Right. But, I'm, but so I don't know how God had already made me strong because he wouldn't let me die on nothing. Gotcha. So when I when this last time I was in Dixon, Tennessee, mm-hmm. never forget. Look, please look at look it up, y'all. Look the report up. We just talked about I was Dixon there yesterday. Early. <laughs> it's so crazy. So so the so the guy the girl wanted to do a surprise birthday party for me, but they had her to do this to set us girls up. Yeah. These guys. And so when we got there, you put on a robe. You know, we bunch of girls. We take our clothes off, put on robes and stuff. Mm-hmm. My cake all pretty and stuff. It wasn't a good two seconds. These men come out this door. And uh, everybody jumping, I already know what's what the fuck, <laughs> you know. And so they like, all right, get busy. We want her first. We want her. They pick it. And so they uh, grab people. Yeah, take this. And so they grabbing people. And um, I'm standing now. I can hear them in there screaming and hollering and getting smacked and getting beat on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I, you know, I thought I'm out of there. I'm through with it. So I'm in the back of the line because it's about seven of us. I'm in the back of the line waiting on them to pick me. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But they mistake where they let me by in the back by the door. And I'm going to run for them doors and them windows. I don't mm-hmm. care. They used to call me two-story jumper. Mm-hmm. I jump out of one in a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when I tried to jump, when I when I was a bag and bag, my, uh, that, I caught that doorknob and it opened. Mm-hmm. And so when it opened, I took out running. But what happened, the door caught my road. So I'm taking out running butt and stalk naked. So I'm running through a bush because I see a light. You know, you see them light on the movies. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. I seen that light and I just took out through swamp wood and everything. Time I got what, to the what, store. What, what type of light? It's like a, a you know, like you can tell it was a, a service station or yeah. Mount Cole mm-hmm. or Yeah, it was some. You can see it, that yeah, through I them bushes. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I made it to the. I was I was bleeding, scratched them there. So the yeah. lady, I bust in the door. She just lost it, but she went and got me some way under the counter, put over me. 
and call 911. Oh, I'm so happy. I get to go take them to get them girls up out of there, mm-hmm. tell them about the millions in there, what they doing, right. how they shooting us up. Oh, I was oh excited. I, wasn't even, I don't even remember being fearful no more. Please ask me what happened. What happened? They didn't do a thing. They didn't believe you. Not only did they not believe me, what they happened? took me to the house. They took you to what house? Back to the house. Back to the house. So I'm all excited. I'm saying, and there's a bunch of men, and they shooting us up with drugs, and, and, and they, they beating us, and they making us do st- all these old degraded things. And then I caught myself. I said, how in the hell you knew to pull up at this house? I ain't getting no address. I don't even know where the street was at. It was so right. long. I ain't said nothing about turn left. I ain't said nothing. And you pulled up at the house. He hmm. pulled up at the house and had me snatched all up and, oh and knocked God. on the door. And when he knocked on the door, he said, I see another one of your hoes done got away. Wow. wow. I was the, done. Mm-hmm. I was done. Was the cop black or what? He was white. Oh you in God. Dixon, honey. Yes, Dixon. Yeah, I was the only black person in jail. Yeah. They didn't Damn. even go in there. They charged me with public drunk disorder conduct, hmm. uh, nudeness, uh, resisting arrest. I had about five, six charges. They still on there. They still on there. And not only that, they hmm. locked me up and kept me in there six days without letting me make a phone call. Did nobody know I was there? Now, that's one time my mama put a missing person police report out on me. You know, hmm. you know, uh, Everybody was like, somebody would see me on the street, whether it's the crack house, the homeless tree, the tent, or something, you see what I'm saying? And, and they had nobody saw me, but she put the missing person report out on me. So it was this one white girl, because I'm the only black in there. Everybody mm-hmm. got food, I got peanut butter and water. She said, I believe you. She said, when I come back around with these books, you put a number in here, and I call these people for you. And that white girl don't know her name, and I wish I did, because mm-hmm. I sure would thank her. She was she was an inmate, but you know how you earn your way to yeah, do stuff. Right. She went and took that number. I was scared, because I'm like, she finna come mm. show them. I'm like, <laughs> and she uh, took that number and walked off. The only thing I can do is just, I don't know. I wish I could. And um, by that time, they were hollering, Clement Greeny all the way. That said, my drunk uncle <laughs> and, my, and his drunk friend. Mm. And how they let them get me out, I don't know, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. So this stuff here ain't just started with no crooked cops. Mm-hmm. This stuff ain't just started with the social service not paying no attention, welfare people not paying no attention, schools not paying no attention, neighbors not paying no attention. It just done got worse. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was trying to tell them in person, they wouldn't listen. And mm-hmm. five years ago, I was trying to tell them that these youth finna go wild and ain't gonna mm-hmm. be nothing y'all can do. Mm-hmm. So what made mm-hmm. me jump into this, let me go mm-hmm. and skip off of this. Y'all heard me. Let me go and skip off of this. Is 2003, my son was murdered by blood. Now, did I know my son was in the game? Not at first. But did I know something was different on my son? Yeah, because you're always wearing all this blue. You got blue around your wrist, wrist around your neck. So I thought it was cute. I started wearing it. I started because I love blue jeans and my boots. And so I know that this goes with my colors. Now, until... So did you wear the... You were, you were the Bandanas and everything. Like I wore the bandanas and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got, so, I got, I got a cousin like that. Yeah, my, my cousin was killed. He, he's a Hoover Crip. Yeah, and but uh, I wasn't no, 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 nothing, no gang. Yeah, I just knew my son had. Yeah, yeah, had it. And I, had cousins and stuff like that. Yeah. who was Hoover Crip, which is orange, and so yeah. their mom used to get into it like that too. Okay, so, okay, so I understand. Yeah, so I didn't find out until I got the shit beat out of me. I got mm. left in the field for days. Mm-hmm. Oh, again, I'm talking about, I, I'm just a beat my ass person. I got beat my ass on my forehead. So I went to cellar court. You know, at the time, I don't know what they call it now. And um, 
Went to Salacourt, and I'm I'm all cute in my blue jeans and my boots. And yeah. then I went um up here to un- not University Court. Uh, I can't even think of the other parts now. But anyway, I went up there, and the guy it was some thirteen year old boy. What beat the crap out of me? Beat the crap out of me. And so that right there kind of well, I never wore another bandana ever. <laughs> and so that kind of made me like it made me mad, but it made me think. And then, uh, as I went on with that, I didn't understand it, that uh, this is happening. And I'm still in my addiction, but I'm almost 38, 39 now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I'm coming on older. So they, these people don't left me alone, but I done became a prostitute and a junkie because I don't know how to live now. And I don't mm-hmm. know how to feed this thing that I don't know what's in me, that I need some drugs and then I got to get some money, so now I already trained to know how to get the money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get the money because ain't nobody still rich for me. Mm-hmm. So I stabbed a, a, a trick, and he almost died, and they tried to give me 22 years in prison. Jeez. I was 41 years old when I got arrested. <clears throat> and I said, so the man can and I still was pretty, like now. Mm. So the man said, I'm glad oh, you know you're pretty. Yeah. Oh, because I ain't got to wait on nobody to tell me. Yes, I don't care if I got both yeah. stars crossing my face. Yeah. I'm still pretty. Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, I done had my battlefield wounds, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But anyway, he told me, he said, I look, he said, I want to see that pretty face in 21 years. I said, 21 years? Because he said, the guy is is uh, in a coma, so that's a commit murder. Yeah. So they're going to keep me until he die because they said he's going to uh, die, so they can turn it into murder. Gotcha. Praise God he didn't die. So that cost me nine months, though. It held on, Jesus. Thank you. So you did nine but, months? Yeah, did nine months. Oh, well, I'm just saying on that. I done been in and out of juvenile since I got 12. Gotcha. The first juvenile, let me just go back real yes, quick. Ma'am. The first yes, juvenile ma'am. experience, I wasn't even trying to be in trouble. That's before they really snatched me with the uh, dresses and shit that I kept taking. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, your grandmamas and, and, and mamas used to be in, a, when they get out of work, they used to be in the yard and fry fish and play cards, which we call five of yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, old yeah, stuff. Yeah. And when they look beer, because they earned it. And um, the police would just come through there, on, through our neighborhood on purpose and just flip over their tables and just mm. throw their beer out and all really? that. Just, and these folks that worked all week me- slaving in your house because they asked me one day, well, where was your mother at? Well, number one. Isn't it uh, antagonizing? It's, well, it's just, uh, it's. Pretty mean. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Escalating. Yeah, escalating. Yeah. 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 yeah, so. They say where well, your mother be at. Not only would she be in her whiskey bottle, but my mama was a maid. So my mama was too busy raising their children for 28 years. You see what right, I'm saying? Right, Scrubbing right. their toilets and their right. floors. So time we get through to finally get our mama after 28 years, who know her? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Who do she know? She right. doesn't know I'm her daughter. You don't do, mama, do you know what color my favorite uh, color is? Do you? You love me unconditionally, but do you know me? No. Mm-hmm. My family don't know me right today. Mm. So this is what makes me really what angry a little bit, but it makes me determined mm-hmm. that I'm going to change my life and myself. So after the man didn't die, uh, I wanted to go and try to get some help because they all do let me. I done been in and out of jail. I done been in and out of juvenile. I done been in and out of the prison. So good Lord, I got a video on the social justice site, George Soros, and it says if only somebody had been on the other side of that door, at least one of them damn 119 times. So you want to get me in public when I do a speech and say, well, Miss Greenlee, is it true that you've been arrested over 150 yeah. times? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not embarrassed. You should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on now. 
Yeah. You should be. Yeah. So all these kids are running back and forth in this juvenile and this system thing. You the one should be embarrassed. So I asked to get some help, and so it was a program called the Magdalene House. I don't know. I knew. I knew you probably heard of mm-hmm. it. Anyway, they was already coming through. I said, "Here go another damn ministry in prison trying to blow you in." Right. That's all I ever think. And so when they said, I said, "Well, hell, let me sign up because I want to get out." And I signed up. It was a two-year program. I'm like, I can't do no more time. Oh, forget it. But once they took me to the place, showed me the room and all that, I'm like, the room was too pretty. How many men's I got to go through to stay in here? Mm-hmm. Because my mind is all, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. And so the lady, uh, Reverend Becca Stevens, I'm definitely saying her name, uh, she saved my life. God helped me through it, but she saved my life. And so I was in there and I finished. I wanted to learn everything, everything, in two years, everything, everything, everything. And I uh, had a million questions. I know I got a little nerd. But when, I, but when I got out, y'all, the only thing I wanted to do was find my son. Mm-hmm. Yes, so my son was 29 at the time. I don't care. They said he was a junkie. They, he was selling drugs. He was uh, pimping. He was doing all this shit that he know that he uh, seen on the street like I right, did. Right, right, but right. anyway, it was eight months. I got out of the program, graduating program in March. I, I, I saw him one time to let him know I'm, I got you up and put you in rehab and stuff like that. It was on Saturday in December. And um, and I'm coming to take him to rehab that Monday. So that was on the 6th, that Saturday. And then that Monday, I get to take him to rehab. And uh, I was waiting for them to call me. So they called to tell me, we know, where to pick him up, I'm thinking. But the phone call was from Vanderbilt telling me to come out and identify my son's body. Mm-hmm. So that right there changed my whole world. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I didn't get to show him. That had not to be a mama now. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So once I went and do the, did the body, got the funeral and all that together, the whole Magnum thing did it for me. I didn't do nothing. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. But I'm clean, though. Two years clean. So I was gonna, you can't tell me nothing now. Right. So my mind is clear. So what happened when I got there with two, three hundred people there? And I was like, all y'all here for my son? Mm. And my son will be in all of this, all this negative uh, stuff I was hearing. Uh, uh, uh. So within that mist, even though the negative people out here now, in that mist of your child, he touched somebody. Y'all listen to me. Your daughter, they touched somebody because there wouldn't be that many people at that funeral. Mm-hmm. So I turned around and I looked at it because I did say to the police, to the news, and the radio, I made that one phone call because I'm in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I want his mother his him, his babies, his grandma, I want everybody eliminated because mm. it's the pain I feel. And people be telling a lie if they say they don't feel that. Right. But when I got to that funeral, uh, it was a couple of things that happened. And then and the grandmama's house got got done what it done. But I, we repent, and me and my brother helped buy the furniture and everything. I ain't found out the girl, the lady had five little bitty grandbabies that her daughter was out there like me, and mm. she taking care of her. So after I turned around, I changed my life. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody, I changed my life the day of my son's funeral. Mm-hmm. And I turned around, that's when I received my dreadlock God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, said, let, I said, let me make that phone call. I want y'all to go get that mother, <clears throat> get that son, and you bring them to me so I can help him. So I want to help him. I don't want him doing 50 years. I want I want him. I want y'all to give five years to me. So every time I need my car wash, he can do it. Every time I need my mother's day prayer, he can do it. I don't have no more kids. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I want to say all of this to the cops and the, and, the, and the ministries and the church and the eulogies and all y'all peoples and teachers and social workers and all that. Y'all failed the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But what, what, everything that you just named, what's another word for everything that you just named? Everything that you just named is the system. There's a system in place. Yeah. There's a system. It involves courts and laws and police and legislators 
and schools and supposedly social services and all of these things. It's all the system. Mm -hmm. And it fails over and over and over and over again at every turn. Every mm -hmm. part of the system fails repeatedly mm -hmm. because it's not intended to help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it were intended to help, it would. Yeah, yeah. So you can't say no other thing that, that it was intended to fail. It goes back from the system from day one. But who, it does work for some people, from, though. Yeah, that, yeah It does day, work for some yeah, folks. Yeah, from day, from day one. It works for, for some people. But it don't work for the majority of it. And the majority of it is the low income. Just, mm -hmm. just be real on it. Mm -hmm. And ain't nobody going to keep on saying, well, they should have got up and they should have done that. Okay, well, you should have got up and tried to help us get a lift because somebody gave you a lift. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling right. people yes. all the time, right. you, the reason I'm going to keep saying the system, because I know for a fact it was a black man in these homes taking care of us. Mm -hmm. We had right. daddies in right. our home until this system mm -hmm. right. came through here and, right. and grabbed the first black man yeah. out of the, out of the yes. house. And, and I, want to, I want to point out something, too. I want to point out something, too, for the, yeah, for the white people. Yeah, white go. people listening. And police officers in particular. So if you were encountered by police back in those days. Yeah. And you know how they viewed you? They viewed you as a prostitute and a drug mm -hmm. addict. And not worth mm -hmm. saving. Yeah. You know what you were, though, actually, yeah. is you were a victim. Mm -hmm. You you committed crimes because mm -hmm. we've determined that we're going to let white legislators determine what is or isn't legal. Mm -hmm. And so right. they've determined certain things are illegal. Mm -hmm. You you found yourself in that place, no fault of your own. It's not because you decided to make mm -hmm. bad choices or this is literally the hand you were dealt. And this is where you found yourself. You were a victim. Yeah. But that's not how society views you. Yeah. Society views you as a criminal and not yeah. worth saving. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, you've got more gumption and more fight and more determination oh, yeah. than, than, than most, put, people. most police forces combined. Yeah, mm -hmm. most people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you yeah. put up with and fought through yeah. and overcome more yeah. than most people could ever experience in three lifetimes. Wow. Now, yeah. one thing I want to point out about that. People will look at someone like you and say, see, she did it. Everybody can do it. No, 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 no. 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 You're the right. exception. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're the LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah. That's to say, that's like to I say, agree. well, if LeBron James can work that hard and be that uh -huh. successful, anybody can. No, not everybody I can. Agree. No, it 100%. takes a whole bunch yeah. of yeah. in something in you yeah. that not everybody yeah. has. Okay. Yeah. So you're the exception. Yeah. The fact that you pulled yourself up and got out of this and live a productive life where you now help people isn't the norm. Mm -hmm. You are the exception, mm -hmm. and you are exactly what society needs. Mm -hmm. But most people aren't you. Most people okay. can't do what you've done. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Blue? Most people end up dead, as you've already oh, told yeah. us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the ones who don't can't ever pull themselves up because it's just not that simple. Mm -hmm. You true. need help. You need a system that's, that actually that's what works. I'm to say. And you know what, Blue? You mm -hmm. need help. Because she she said something. She said she went to the police. Mm -hmm. That's when I feel like white privilege. Kicked in well, and helped her. Okay, but with her situation. So based you, on you, based you on based on her story, white people gotta help us, but change things. But you know the system's saying? not here for for people that look like but, her. Right, but if we're gonna change things, it's not gonna be black people. I told you that before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's gonna have to be some type of white who uh, who white people who understand white privilege that changes things because black people. Literally have no voice right now. Right now, the, see the help I had was through the Maglin, mm -hmm. but that white woman called pretty hell. Mm -hmm. Why right. you helping them niggers? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you, you you it was white women's in jail too, and she helped everybody. Mm -hmm. Right, but she pulled into us. Mm -hmm. So when you said everybody can't do that because they can't, but I had elementary help. Mm -hmm. They took me from kindergarten 
and led me along the way. Mm -hmm. They didn't just give me a book and told me to learn how to read it Mm because I didn't know how to read it. Mm -hmm. So when I tell people to take a village to raise a child, I'm so tired of hearing that because Mm -hmm. y'all won't even raise the child. Mm -hmm. You won't even come. You just say stuff that be making yourself look good. Look mm-hmm. good. So when yes. I do what I do today with my yes. 10 boys and my 10 girls, you yes. ask them. Mm-hmm. I take yes. them elementary style and they yes, 12 ma'am. years old. Mm-hmm. I don't ma'am. care. We start with chalk all over yes, again before ma'am. I get to the pencil. Yeah. So two things you said that most people might not have even picked up on. You said the neighborhood that you lived in where this happened to you is exactly the same today as it was back then. Yes. What does that tell you? That tells you the system is not intended to help. Yeah. The reason that neighborhood is what it is is because the system's actually working the way it was intended to. That's what I think. That's what I think. The other thing you said is you don't like to dwell on all this. That's a good point. So this is your past. It's a horrific past. Mm -hmm. And and you said you don't want to dwell on it. And Mm -hmm. that point has come up multiple Mm -hmm. times in this podcast. These types of things need to be shared so that people who look like me can have our eyes opened to to what reality looks like for other types of people. So it needs to be stated and it needs to be understood uh, for what it is. And yeah. we need to stop putting blame on people for things that they had no control over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to say these things. Mm-hmm. However, dwelling on it just keeps you in this pit of misery and victimhood. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it allows, mm-hmm. it's kind of an excuse to not do yeah. better. That's yes, right. sir. And that's yes, what sir. you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So now you're doing better. Mm-hmm. So tell us how you're doing better. What I'm, do you do now? I'm, after all that? Yes. After <laughs> all of that, um, <laughs> The first thing happened to me was when, when I buried my son, I didn't go back and pick up another drug or drink because mm-hmm. I could have easily used that for a mm-hmm. I was determined at that moment that I'm not going to let the system win. I'm not going to let other people win. I'm not even going to let my black community win. Because mm-hmm. we got some black people out here too now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we just going to say that. We got yes, some of our own people out here kicking dirt, throwing darts yes. and all that yes. behind our back. Mm-hmm. So they could have done a whole lot of stuff too and still can mm-hmm. do a lot of stuff. So the yeah. day... Um, I, uh, uh, my brother and I started a, a non-profit. I wanted to go back and get everybody who was on drugs and then mm-hmm. blame them and teach them elementary style mm-hmm. how, how to be like me now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we did that for a couple of years. And then I hit that and, and found out that I got to go back and get those homeless people who taught me how to survive in right. the street. Mm-hmm. So I switched from that, from the uh, uh, recovery part to uh, the home, Nashville Homeless Power Project was the name of the organization. And I started hitting the streets. That's how I became Nashville another year because I laid in front of the bulldozer, quit tearing these homeless people's tent down mm-hmm. like they got somewhere to go. You keep arresting right. them because you're making that much money off of them right. every time you mm-hmm. take them to jail. Right. You get you you get him off the bench on 8th Avenue and take him to jail because he got to do four, year, four hours for detox. But when he get out, because you're going to let him out, right. he done mm-hmm. went over that bench on 12th Avenue South. You can't wait till he get over there, because now you get to arrest him again. Right. That's another $1,500 a head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quit making money off of our pain. Mm-hmm. So mm. after that, my son was murdered, and then that's when... And that's the second, or this is the... This is the third. This is the third uh, organization. I'm, I'm, under, I'm under the same organization. Okay. This is the third... Um, what word I'm looking for? This is the third uh, project I took mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as I was doing the homeless stuff, before my son left me that Saturday when he said he wanted to go to rehab, he stuck his head back in the door and he said, Mama, promise me, if anything ever happened to me, would you promise to take care of my homies, my homeboys, my peeps? I'm like, what the shit, you know, what mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know him, you know what I'm saying? So I got to listen to this language. And I'm like, I'll I do anything just to get my son back. I said, yeah, yes, yeah, son, I'll I do it. And um, 
So in the in the spirit started coming to me at night. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought you said you're going to help my boy. You're doing everything else but then, whoa. So then I went to my brother and told him, I said, I'm going to stop this homeless stuff. I'm going to quit my job. I quit mm-hmm. my job. Yeah, I know downtown. I'm crying, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm crying I quit right my now. job that was yeah. downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Everybody know me from the homeless street. Mm-hmm. I gave that job to my best friend, which is she's still doing it. So I hit the street. I said, I got to go find out what games means. What these scars me was the language, and I hit the street and got some respect from some gang members, mm-hmm. and they taught me. And the, one of the first three gang members that I hit that taught me, he's still with me right today. He's my administrator, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that made me now I got to hit the street and help my people. Mm-hmm. I went, I went to the Hispanics. I went everywhere. Cause mm-hmm. Gangs is gangs, mm-hmm. murder is murder. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I told them, let's not get confused. Yeah. My homeboys, my black boys, is mm-hmm. the one that's doing the ignorance of killing right. each other. Mm-hmm. So I got to go over here and get them taken care of before I can go help your community. But I, don't, I want to point out, they're killing each other for the same reason that you were turning tricks. Right. It isn't that black people are born and naturally yeah. come to gangs. No, it's the that. system that's put them in a place that. where it's their only yeah. option, just like the system put you in a place yeah. where it was the only option. Because yeah. keep in mind, one of the first things you said is both parents were alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Guess what could have helped them? Maybe a social service that helps oh, yeah. alcoholics that's actually takes addiction for what it is, views it rationally and reasonably and scientifically, and actually we put resources into those types of services and make them available to everybody so it doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in. I bet if your parents had had resources, perhaps, maybe oh, they would have been I healthier. And I... maybe if they would have been healthier, you would have been yeah. healthier. And and it would be interesting to find out why your parents were as unhealthy as they were. Right. I can't imagine my, what their story my is. My mother would have been a journalist. She writes down everything. She mm-hmm. said, she saved a guy from getting 18 years that they said he was in the store robbing the store. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, he said, all you got to do is call this lady, Miss Mary. Mm-hmm. She writes everything down. So he calls, they calls my mama for what you call evidence. Mm-hmm. She gets her book and she says, um, Eddie Jackson, that's my brother-in-law, so I can say his name. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson and I sit on the porch from 1 to 6 p.m. He bought three six-packs, two packs of Newport, such, 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 such. She writes everything down. So when we she died, we found, like, tons of notebooks of mm-hmm. stuff that she had wrote down. Everybody anniversary and all this. So she'd have been a journalist. She'd mm-hmm. have been some kind of newspaper reporter. And she probably would have been uh, a fantastic one. Mm-hmm. I have a question. You said that you had dreams about your son telling you that you were going to protect the homies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I, I, I suffer from nightmares, and, and they know from just this show, I suffer from depression and stuff like that. Uh, I have nightmares because I had some homies killed, and I had, like I said, I had my, my cousin killed. Uh, I had one of them who was a, he was a grape, grape Street Crip, and then my cousin was a Hoover Crip. Uh, both of them was killed. Uh, now, my Hoover Crip cousin, he's saying his Grape Street, both our friends, I mean, it, it was, you know, they, they, they was the homies. And he's seen him get killed, so I went to that funeral, uh... And I have nightmares of it. I have nightmares of like uh, just witnessing the the funerals over and over mm-hmm. again. Over and sometimes it, it the, the 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 nightmares would be so long where I would see both the funerals and both of them talking to me. Mm. How can I deal with those? How, well, how do you deal with it so I can know how to deal with it? Because sometimes I just wake up crying in the morning. I'm a cry because you, just you telling your story, I, I'm sitting here crying. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with that situation when? When you had those nightmares, or not, I don't even want to call them nightmares for you, but those dreams and things like that, how did you deal with it? No, but they straight up nightmares. So let me let's just say the word okay. for other people who feel okay. like you, especially the parents that mm-hmm. don't know how to take. Yeah, the, because I talked I talked to his mom and stuff like I seen his mom last week. I went to, I went back to Memphis and I seen his mom and I seen his his, his kids and things like that. It just it was hurtful. Yeah, 
yeah. know, but so how do you deal with yeah. those things? So so this is how I start dealing with it. I started group. I started grouping. So I started a mothers over murder group, which she's one of the, the head ladies of the group right okay. now. So these mothers hey. can come in here hey. and start venting and throwing their stuff yeah. out of what how they feel. Gotcha. Then I go hit the gang members up and I tell gotcha. them, I don't care who you are, crip, blood, whatever you yeah. are. I need you to come to my table. I'm buying. I'm feeding you. So that you will get them. I need them to come to the table. <laughs> then I start talking to them about what we, I don't want you to never, and let me just say this. I don't want you to ever take your flag away. I don't even want you to take your name away. I just want you to take your violence out of it. Yes. You can be who you who want you to be. Are. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at first, with right. the games was cleaning up and painting and uh, picking up trash. We now. were doing it. Come the on system now. started yes. calling us a game. Yes. And then they got mad because I started calling them a game. Yes. The pastors are games. Yes. The police are games. Yes. The probation officers are games. So right. why in the hell y'all want to put a terrible word on us and put and make our word game out of something else. So I told them, I said, well, I remember they was picking up trash and going to the grocery store for people, right. people taking it. And they were crippled, but they were doing some good stuff. They were doing community and, work. And uh, yeah. all of a sudden, y'all start snatching them up, beating them outside the exactly. head with your damn stick and stuff. So you, <laughs> right. you turn anybody into something vicious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, then the, and so I asked them, I said, look here. We can put our money together, and I'm talking about legit money, y'all. And y'all ain't trying to come after me. You came after me once in 2010 and didn't get nowhere. Waste all that manpower. Didn't even find a joint in mine. Right. And they're going to have, they're gonna have, they have me tell me. And uh, this was a black cop. said, bitch, we got you now. And he said, uh, they raided my home and my house in 2010. Everybody know about it. all over the news. You know how they put y'all over the new newspaper. Right. Yeah. And so they said, uh, 4 o'clock in the morning. So they knew they were going to catch something. They had everything ever to have a cop. Ooh, the little dog had a badge on. Oh, I never seen the dog. <laughs> I never seen the dog with a badge on. So I, tried, I asked to take a picture. I wanted to really take a picture. Right. I swear, I never uh, seen the dog with a badge on. Oh but anyway, at, at the uh, at my business on Lishy, um, they said, "Oh, we got her now because we even found two plastic bags with plastic substance in it." But let me tell you why I didn't get scared. Number one, all these gang members that was coming to my place, why would they mess it up? Mm-hmm. Why would they mess it up? Mm-hmm. I got them doing everything, cooking, uh, washing cars, learning how to be uh, waiters and learning how to own their own restaurant. And so he said, I said, look at y'all, I ain't even worrying about that, y'all. You're going to die 1-800-Jesus. You're going to get these handcuffs off of me. Because one of those bags are washing powders because they wash cars to make illegal money right. on, the, on the side of my building. Mm-hmm. Right. The little bag is going to be boric acid. I'm in the hood, bitch, in an alley. And yeah. I got to keep these bugs around the because yeah. uh, I cook food. Right. And so by that time, the thing came back, eh, negative, negative, negative. I said, I knew. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. I said, yeah. the take the hand because I'm like, that black <laughs> cop was mad. <laughs> I was like, damn, you should have been the one clapping. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, they, they were waiting for all kinds of drugs. Now they're talking about they, they seized my 300 and my Mercedes. Now, y'all put me on TV and the damn car dealers knew where I'm at now. I was already three months behind fronting. Right. They didn't come and got my shit. Let's get real here. Damn. <laughs> but um But so so this is how I do my nightmare. And she tell you. I got them now in, in group and what I do now is like I want to make sure that they understand what I'm saying to them. You could be the blood mechanic shop everywhere. Name what you want to name, just name yes, ma'am. and whoever your homie was. Jamal blood, uh, uh, blood mechanic shop. Whoever the Crip was that got that got killed. Crip half story. Y'all always talk about bitches get y'all money. Get some half. 
and yeah. a purse store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to give it to you legit. Yeah. So this is what I'm trying to put in their minds yeah. now. Mm-hmm. To yeah. take this violence out. But still, you can put Zeus Hoover or whatever you want up here. Yeah. You're a Kari pal. Change some damn tires. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then you can and still go get that big home. Yep. With the gold porch. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can still go get your car with the rim. And the police can't touch you because it's legit. It's legit. You, know what? you see what I'm saying? Is, you saying that everything all... that the rapper Nipsey Hussle is saying right now. Mm-hmm. Who just got and killed. I didn't even know this guy. And Man, the crazy thing about saying, Everything what he was trying to do. Yeah. So I'm hoping people hear me then. They yes, come together and I'm talking about yes, legit yes, businesses and naming them yeah. after Crips and Bloods. That's yes. what Killer Mike did with yes. the Cripple Cola. There's an actual company... Yes, Cripple Cola. Cola. Yeah, and it's Blood Pop, and it's both Where owned by the at? gangs. It's out of Atlanta. I go to Atlanta because yeah. Nashville's not having. They conservative already, and they don't believe we can do something. Yeah. And then they don't believe we can do nothing with the money, legit. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's another thing. They don't believe we can handle that. Now, some of them have did a little crookedness. Let me just, I want to say something. Y'all yeah. know, yeah. y'all done cost us. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's how I do it, Home Blood. I don't, I don't, I don't take it to bed to, with me too many more times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so so basically, what your answer is, is you turn around and help people. Because uh-huh. you know what suffering is. Mm-hmm. Yes, people yes. who know what suffering is yes. want to, most of the time, yes. want to help. Yes. Because they don't want people to feel what they've mm-hmm. felt. Because mm-hmm. that sucks. So, th- so the answer is help. Yeah. The other answer that you gave, so just so you, that you understand what the white people would, would perceive you as. And this is why your place got raided. Because you're helping, you're helping criminals. That's that's what we see. <laughs> that's what it was. Well, yep. well, how else, how else do you make people stop being criminals other than help them? Yeah. Because guess what? It's called the Department of Corrections, but yep. nobody's getting corrected. Yeah. There's no correcting yeah. going on in there. I know. Imprisonment I know. doesn't change anybody. Yeah. It makes them worse. Yeah. So if you want to change something, you have to help them. Yeah. So why wouldn't you reach down and yeah. help criminals? And yeah. I use that term loosely yeah, because yeah, yeah, no. because the, yeah. the, the system is deemed gangster culture criminal. Because when they say don't nobody help me, but, don't nobody love me, don't nobody want me and all that, and I stopped and y'all just heard me say I felt yeah. the same way. Why would I go through all that? Yeah. Now I see he took me through all this to have my own So the system. So you're trying to help these people. Yes. You're trying oh, to yeah. help them. Yeah. And what does the system do? The system comes along and says, you're aiding and abetting criminals. Yep. They charge and now you're like in trouble. All kind of oh, stuff. my God. Trying to get me 20 years. I'm like, oh. So, <laughs> so if you were to leave here today and get pulled over by the police, oh, God. I, you, I, wouldn't, you wouldn't see help coming mm-hmm. up behind you. You wouldn't see good intention coming up behind mm-hmm. you. You wouldn't see any of that yeah. because your life has taught yeah. you that that isn't yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay? This is why I and this, teach all of them. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So you know what would be amazing, though? Is if you were to get pulled over by the police and you started talking and that cop actually listened, I know and it said, "Oh, wait a sec, man! Wow, listen to what she! Wow, it'll be and amazing. actually got to know you, yeah, I know, and it. actually listened to you, yeah, and that didn't just help. look at the color of your skin, yeah, or anything else yeah. about you, yeah, they actually listened yeah. to you so and is, didn't have preconceived notions in their right. head based on this is really I know they they I wasn't gonna get nowhere with them because number one I invited a person that I trust that mm-hmm. I thought I could trust but the police officer but to come in. You know, dress some other way. Mm-hmm. Because they want to see what I'm doing in there. I can't bring them in there. Now I'm going to lose my street credibility. Am I wrong? Sure. If I don't get yeah. their permission and tell them what right. I'm going to do to bring mm-hmm. this cop in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want him to come in here to see I'm right. not having these kind of meetings y'all saying I'm having. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I done buried my son. You think I've been sitting here and listening to other people plot on what they're going to do to another mother's child? Mm-hmm. And so I'm teaching them how to how to... How to walk, dress. I mean, they started coming in with different clothes on. Mm-hmm. The cooks start. The cook was cooking for a probation officer. Mm-hmm. I can call her name Liz Dow, my mm-hmm. private detective. 
she she was juvenile probation officer. Mm-hmm. So he 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 cooked a hamburger for her and she loved it. Mm-hmm. So we here we hung up saying uh two dollar hamburgers or uh, five dollar fish sandwich, seven dollar car wash, or uh, mm-hmm. three dollars chicken wings and a and a biscuit thing. we had a rolling down there. Mm-hmm. And so uh yeah, the crib the blood one night and then the blood this night and and then the next uh, was the gangster cycle the next yeah, night? Yeah, yeah. They sell, mm-hmm. and so um, and this is all under my nonprofit. So paperwork, IRS receipts, and everything there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they said to me, they said you need to quit uh, cutting my salary in half. Mm-hmm. Oh, the police wow. officer said okay, okay. you need to quit. You tell me and my my uh, sister in law Mary Horn shout out that y'all need to quit uh, cutting my salary in half. Mm-hmm. I asked him, sir, I don't even get a sack. And mm-hmm. it's my nonprofit. That's just how much money I haven't made. Because mm-hmm. right. it's about my people. It ain't about my dollar because mm-hmm. I'm going to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I asked, I said, what they mean? They kept on saying it. Every time they still set up somewhere, they come and knock over my sign. What? How many times on this show have we said when black people do for self? Somebody like comes people. in and mess with it. Come yeah. Mess with yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So it took this lady to tell me, I don't know why they keep saying this to me. Mm-hmm. She said, Miss Green, you got 60 to 80 gang members that come to your place every day. The neighbors was happy. It wasn't no drive-by shooting. They right. could stay out right. after five. Right. Children get to play in the yard, yes. you know. But look what that happened now. You see what I'm saying? Right. But uh, he, she said, Miss Green, you had all of them boys in there. She said, when the police pulled them over now, they got either a rent receipt, mm-hmm. crystals avocation, GED book. They don't got dirty money. They don't got all these guns. They don't got all the drugs. So they then you took the money from them out of their pocket, and then you made 15, 20 beds empty every weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. But I would think that they would get happy that I reduced the crime yeah, like that. Yeah, you did. Not the police. Right. Right. And you did it through empathy, good intention, and yeah. helping. Well, and you... I don't think they like that. No, they don't. Because when you reduce the crime... You take away jobs and you take away money. From them. From them. Yeah. So when you reduce they, the crime, they I don't want that. that. We they need crime so that they can keep thriving. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the black community. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they can keep the news going. Yeah. So they can keep just just any you know, certain things just 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 going. And they want to make it seem like the black people are just this bad. Yeah. So when you're doing good in yeah. the black community, yeah. mm-hmm. they hate that so, shit. So you ask me, mm-hmm. do they still do it? In a way, they do. Mm-hmm. Because my, 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 my guy, my fiance, started a... My brother had this uh, janitory uh, cleaning service. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And he passed it to him because mm-hmm. he, he wanted to do something else. Mm-hmm. So he passed it to my guy. So it's called Tramp Specialty Clean. It's still uh, active. But this is how they still came in on slick way. Mm-hmm. Everybody we get to hire are felons. But mm-hmm. we can't get mm-hmm. jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we can't get the jobs that gonna pay us nothing. It's always right. gotta be a mop bucket yeah. job, a car wash right. job, whatever. Right. So we went and said all this developers coming here, you gotcha. can't win in that here. Mm-hmm. So you That's get right. in where you fit in. So I wanna go who see who cleaning out them bricks out of the yard. Yeah. Who yeah. cleaning up them units when you get through. So I need that contract. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like we were getting the contract. Mm-hmm. So now I get to go hire little Jamar, little Ray Ray, little Pookie yeah. back. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that rapper. Mm-hmm. But yes, then man. all of a sudden I get all these probation officers knocking on my door and parole yeah. officers knocking on my door. Mm-hmm. Really? At my door. It's mm-hmm. your door. Yeah. Now that's making people look like on the street that ain't with me yet. Why this lady got all these people? Probation role and all that. What is she doing? Mm-hmm. And now my street credibility over here finna get questioned mm-hmm. because y'all showing up at my door like this. Mm-hmm. Now you came to me and t- took me to court and said I can't hire you. Hmm. What? Hold on. The probation officer? Mm-hmm. 
try to take me, him, and the company to, ch- to a court. But the requirement. I can't hire you. I was going to say, don't they got to have a job? They have to no, have a, a job. Let me tell you, I can't hire you. Why? Because you're a felon. Uh, loophole. Okay. Big <laughs> ass loophole. I'm a felon. I'm a felon. <laughs> well, I'll be done. You done shut it down again. So I tell you what, sir. <laughs> I done trained so many people, you can go and take me to jail. Because I'm not bagging up from that. Mm-hmm. Y'all not finna keep stopping everything we as black people try to do. And once again, and, and once again, like I just said, when you doing great things like that, because Martin Luther King was a feminist. Right. Malcolm X was a feminist. Thank you. When you're doing great things like that, white people hate seeing yeah. it. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. So when well, they that's talk part, about... That's part of the system. Yeah. We've disenfranchised... So, yeah. the, the, take voting, for instance. Felons oh, can't vote. God. They call it the Disenfranchisement yeah. Act. So they actually call it what it is. They're like, we're going to continue Thank to kick you, this bro. person and not yeah. allow them up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why do they always focus on us? We're not the only felons. This is a bunch it, of white yeah. felons. It's a, oh, yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of y'all out there that mm-hmm. will not be even notarized. You know, and, 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 and everybody keeps talking about the hatred and the racism. Let's jump on this right quick because I don't know how much more time we got. Let's jump on this right quick. Oh, I have no racism in my heart at all. Yes, never have. Yes, my, my sister married a white guy, and that was so funny because when he died, she had the nerve to have him at the Robinson funeral home or something up on Gatton Road. Them <laughs> folks saw all us pull up. They locked the door, called the police. Oh, my night. God. They said, honey, we don't do African Americans. Oh, I said, well, man, you might don't. I said, but my, my sister, her husband is in here. She said, no, we just only do Caucasian. Baby, he's Caucasian. She just, he just married a nigga. Now, let us in here so we go in there and have this boy funeral shit. And called out California. But anyway, uh. they don't get no opportunity <laughs> to face stuff like us, and it's not fair. Yeah. So I right. tell them all right. the time, you right. give me, I said that on Facebook the other day. I said, this woman the, the drowned her baby, and she get four, four, uh, four years probation. Mm-hmm. I said, you, I, I got caught with four joints. You sent me 28 years to prison. Right. That's the system. So I know, so I had, um, Two what two grams in my in my plastic bag and we can't afford a briefcase in right. my plastic bag uh, for a pocketbook and you had four pounds of powder in your briefcase and don't think you got a probation and an ankle bracelet but I got twenty eight years so why you think that we not furious about how y'all still doing us way today you I don't care if I did. When you grab me, man, you grab me and pull my hair, almost broke my arm. Damn. And I be looking back at you, holler, damn, dude, you got to do me like that? Right. And all of a sudden, I got a, I done resist arrest and got shot five times in the back. Yeah. I seen a white guy had a, a what you call those, machete, her shady thing, the knife, yeah. He swinging at the police. Mm-hmm. They gave him a old, he jumped over the car, the hood, and ran around a little bit. And they standing there in a the circle with him. He he done revved up the thing about yeah. 15 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? He ain't shot at all. Yeah. That's bad. So y'all got the police officer. Let me tell you something real quick. Mm-hmm. This is why I, 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 I straighten myself when I say y'all crooked ass cops. I said this because if you are in the locker room, mm-hmm. if you are in the car, if you in the meeting out eating bowling, whatever y'all do, and you hear one of y'all say, I want to kill me a nigga today. Mm-hmm. Or I want to pull over five black people today. Or I'm going to make sure I get 20 niggas a ticket today. It's your duty to go back and tell your sergeant, oh, your captain or something. Absolutely. You don't even try to talk him out of it because he got his mind made up. Mm-hmm. But if you sat there in that locker and you heard all of that, mm-hmm. you heard them say they finna go shoot 
uh, Daniel Hambrick. You heard them say they finna go shoot the Clemens. I was so messed up with all this shooting of police as I'm hearing from state to state. Mm -hmm. Only get on the bus no more. Mm -hmm. Go to Fer Fer Ferguson, Florida. It's something I just heard about a, a woman getting shot five times. Mm -hmm. uh, pregnant woman. Uh, Everybody trying to get buses right now to go. I'm not nah. going. And nah. I done had two shootings yeah. here in my state. Right, you get right. the buses to take your ass out there where the police live at. And yeah. post up right there. Quit marching down Jefferson. Quit yeah. shutting down yes. these black business places where they can't go get no damn service. Go out here to Brentwood Hall. Go out here where they live at. Mm -hmm. And I bet you, you start going out there, I bet you them neighbors going to holler and get his ass out of here. Yes. You better go and confess. You're going to have to move. We ain't going to have that out here. Yes. I'm telling y'all the potentness of this is you taking all of this action, people, to their neighborhood now. Mm -hmm. He killed them up here, but he live out there walking mm -hmm. his damn dog. So I don't want no more shutting down up here, y'all. And then we're still in active uh, case with the uh, hambrick. I'm going to say it. I'm going to pray like hell it don't happen. But I'm going to say the man ain't going to get no time. He won't get convicted of first degree, I guarantee it. They convicted. They gave us that. He got uh, charged with murder. Hey, shut them niggas up before they tell up some shit. I told him I don't care about that word convicted. Right. I want to see. I mean charged. I want to hear he got convicted and finna do life. Until I hear that, y'all ain't happy. But I'm asking y'all, and y'all heard another voice say, no, he won't. Don't tear up our city. It ain't worth it. No. it you're going to make us lose. But let's go still fight for some changes. This is the only way we're going to change the police department. Yeah. We can talk about racism all we want. Yes. There's number one way, people, yes. to change the police department. Tear up and change that damn 1895 book they got, Shoot the Killer Nigga. Ain't a such thing that they in training. You ain't trained to shoot the rest of them. That boy at the Waffle House had how many guns in that backpack? Mm -hmm. How many? Mm -hmm. And he gonna get waving at the camera walk. Right, right. The guy right. at the damn church. You get to go to Burger, Burger King, King first. I, yeah, we talked about that. You get to go hey, to Burger King. You going to Burger King, we going to the funeral home. Ain't that a bitch? Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Yeah. That don't work with me. Yeah. So we we got to change this training book. Yeah. This training book. Well, we old. do. But we have to change it in a way I don't even think you realize. The reason why... So there, we talked about this the last episode. Okay. There is a term in policing called I feared for my safety. And if a cop says that, apparently it's it's... Yeah, that stand your ground law. You can do whatever you want then. Yeah, if you we, feared for your safety, we well, suddenly laws don't apply. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, the system has ingrained in white people a fear of black people. And I'm scared as hell of y'all. And, and, uh, me too. But I mean, white, I people are, white people are fearful, and that includes white cops. That's why Philando Castile's dead, is because when that I'm cop terrified. saw that's, those that's dreads that's and that dark skin, and he knew he had a gun. Out, that's bullshit. That's but it's true, out. though. Yeah, it's true, but you telling me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fear-based. And people are like, well, I'm not racist. And I, I feel like any time a white person says that's, they're not I racist, mean, I want you know what I want to do as a, as a litmus test? Yeah. The next time a white person says I'm not racist, I want to go get the scariest looking black person with dreads. And I say this because this uh -huh. is what this uh -huh. is white person's perception. <laughs> I'm not saying it because it's true. I'm saying it because it's the perception. I want to go get a gangbanger covered in tattoos with dreadlocks, put him in a car with rims that slammed, and have that person roll by the white person. And I'd be like, did you feel fear just then? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're racist. That, that is racist. And that's a system teaching you to fear. And fear is very motivating. Fear will get you to do a whole bunch of shit. 
And the system has successfully instilled fear in all white faces at minorities. Trump wow. does it to this day. Mm-hmm. Trump does it to this day. Mm-hmm. Immigrants, they're coming yeah. across the border. Yeah. Better build that wall. We better guard ourselves against yeah. those brown yeah. people. Because yeah. yeah. goddamn yeah. it, they're scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fear. It, yeah. And fear is racism. Yeah. That's If you feel fear when you see a black person, that's racism. Yeah, you don't recognize yeah. it because you're a good person. Yeah. And you don't actually hate them. Yeah. But that fear... Yeah. Is racism, and I, I would love to help you do that. I would yeah. love to actually do that because we have to put. Well, white people need to get race. the fuck out of the way and let people like you do your thing. Yeah, yeah. That's and we need to change laws so that you can yeah. do your thing, yeah, so that you can hire people because yeah. you're a felon. Yeah. yeah, simply because you had an absolute horrible hand belt. Right, yeah, no choice. You're not a felon because you're a bad person. You're mm-hmm. an enormously mm-hmm. wonderful human being. Yeah. In fact, you have you're on your second heart. You know why I think? Yeah, it's because your first heart got worn down. Mm. It got worn down. Yeah, it got beat down. And you're, like, you're like, you know what? Get me a new one because I'm not done. <laughs> and you're not. Yeah. And look at how much energy you got. Yeah. You're resurrected. on your second heart. She resurrected, bro. Yeah. You're on your <laughs> second heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. She resurrected. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I definitely There's love. people on their first heart who couldn't have as much energy Yes. And determination right. yes. is what you got. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. one of those special people. Yes. You're exa- you're Nipsey. You're exactly what. Uh, but yeah. people like you need to come along. Yeah. And when yeah. people like yeah. you come along, yeah. people like me better get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. So, yeah. and 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 th- the reason we do this show is because I'm trying to get people who look like me to get yeah. the fuck out of the way yeah. and let you mm. do your thing yeah. and let you prosper and let yeah. you help yeah. because. You people like you specifically are the ones who need to do the work. Yeah. And I tell because my man, because gangsters gangsters are going to yeah. listen to you, yeah. Because all you have to do is be like, "Hey, I got a story for you. Tell yeah. them a little bit about your history," and they're going to be like, "Yeah, fuck, I should probably listen to you." Right. They, they, they're not going to listen to me. They went up here to this prison, and they got hmm. so bored. The prison started rioting, like I don't not actually rioting, just like don't bring us no more damn people. They coming here taking pictures like we in the zoo. They talking this bored stuff. They all this Jesus stuff like yeah. the Christian this and the Christian yeah. head, and they ain't doing nothing. So until you get us somebody, don't bring nobody else up here. So the lady who goes in there, she said, I got one girl I can bring up here. I know she get their attention. Mm-hmm. And they came to me and they said, Come on, we need you to go to uh, California. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I ain't never been to California. Yay, let's go to California. <laughs> she said, But there's a catch to it. I was a catch. She said, We need you to go speak at a prison. Then I speak to River Bean, Death Row, all that old shit yeah. down here. You ain't say no other word. And she had nurse say San Quentin. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. you know, I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> but St. Quentin Alcatraz is the, the prison I've been hearing about all my life yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Mm. And I love against the movie, Al Capone and yeah, uh, Starface. That's yeah. the only two I really love. Really? I mean, all of them were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love them. You like Minister Society? Nah. <laughs> that's just like these game bangers, you know, that's a wannabe. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. They, 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 I give them a little props because they are color. But not, right, they okay, okay. I mean, you asked me. But uh, anyway, I went. I went, child. I went to San Quentin. And, uh, man, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because of, uh, number one, it blew my mind because the man told me he was the first black, I was the first black woman he saw in 10 years. Hmm. I didn't like that. Hmm. Because he said all the terrorists be white. Hmm. All the people coming. Then one of the inmates on the ground said, uh, don't y'all take no damn pictures. We tired of y'all coming here taking pictures. Now, one of us five black women. Mm-hmm. We tired of y'all coming here taking pictures of us like we some damn animals in a zoo. And y'all look at us like we're not human. Whatever mistakes we made. And they touch you. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they need to feel like they, they want it and we really want to talk to them and hear mm-hmm. their side of the story. Mm-hmm. What made you shoot him? What made you rob him? What made, mm-hmm. what position yeah. was you in trying to get yourself out of? Yeah. Did we ask that? Mm-hmm. So in, in, anyway, they kept it off the top. The guard said, don't go over there, white supremacist. Don't go over here, the Asian somebody. Don't go over here, the, the gang, this and that. And I was like, damn, well, I'm already scared now. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do it. Y'all already know I'm hard-headed. I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I, I, so when we got ready to walk, I went straight over there to the one that told me to go over there to the uh, Asian. Asian uh, pride, pride gangster. Pride, yeah. Mm. Asian pride gangster. I went to them first, and they threw me the basketball. They threw me the basketball, messed me up because I had never shot basketball. So I, threw, <laughs> I threw it to the, the girl with us because she was tall. Oh, I threw it to yeah. her, and she hit the point, and she hit the point, man. They had a fit and threw the ball back to her. <laughs> so then I went over there to the white supremacists, and um, they stared at me for a minute. I know what up. Y'all don't like black folks, so I know I can't get a hood. But right. I'm just letting y'all know that I don't care nothing about what the people telling me. Don't come over here, don't come over there, and all that. And then one of them walked up to me and gave me a dab. Really? So after the uh, end of the day, when I got through with them uh, four, five hundred boys that I was talking to, and that one, and I was thirsty because they didn't even know my heart was bad. Hell, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, uh, this was just like a year four lad. And uh, anyway, my whole my my got thirsty, and I was like, I need some water. So the water way back there ain't no God right there to drain me none. And I was like, uh, I'm telling you, my heart bumping. I'm, I got hyped, you know, uh, mouth dry, and I see uh, something sticking out, and I said, Oh, what is that? Is that a bottle of water thing? And then look, look, he rails back, and it was this little 18-year-old boy. Looked like 11. I said, boy, if you don't bring me that damn water. And they were like, she finna drink his water? <laughs> and I'm, I'm dying of here, right? Yeah. And so I said, boy, if y'all can't call his name, he'll get in trouble. They ain't supposed to get nobody no. I said, if you don't bring me that damn water, I don't give a damn how many Dick spin in your mouth. How many times you done fangled yourself? How many times you done jacked out? But if you don't bring me that damn water. So when they bought me the water, uh, and I unscrewed it, man, it was like everybody in slow motion, dude. Like she really for the drink that water. I turned that damn water up and drank that water. And I was like, bitch, I was about to die off here. Man, everybody got on their feet, gave me a standing ovation, clapped their hands. Man and Jay, I mean, they lost it. And they said, Clement, you just gained the respect of St. Quentin. I don't know what all that was about. So they turned it into the water well of Jesus or something. Right. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, I turned it into the water well of hell. My ass was dying. But uh, he came. They, so we left. Everybody was just like, wow, wow, wow. You know. So we left. I'm, I'm heading home. So when I'm heading home, I'm getting ready to go see St. Bay, you know, the uh, I got my little sundress on everything. Yeah. We get a phone call at 6 in the morning. These people want Clement G from Tennessee to come back. <laughs> no, man. no, I want to go through California. I want to <laughs> right, right, ride right. the train and go down the hill. <laughs> and they said, Miss Greenlee, he, she said, you got them so rowdy. They done went back and told the other 300 people, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, man, so I had to go back to Walmart, buy some old clothes. Yeah. You know, I got, I'm ready to show myself now, you know? Yeah. I got to go buy this big old T-shirt and these big old pants and all that little stuff. <laughs> When I get out there, man, and this it, just right here, just it makes my heart pump with joy. When we got there, you know, you got to go down this hill, then get ready to turn the corner for the ground, for the uh, play, I call it play, playground. Uh, we turned that corner, man. I'm talking about from the white supremacists to the Asian pride to all the white people, to whoever group they are in. Turned that corner, man, and everybody started shouting, Clement G from Tennessee. <laughs> 
So bad, they went to the warden, the governor, the mayor, everything to clear my papers, clear everything. Yeah. And now I've got cleared to go back out there every uh, month, every three months for a year to yeah. teach them something. And you, and you know what you did to get that respect? You just treated people like people. You yeah. went to people who are not used to being treated decently ever, which goes to show how rarely they're actually treated with yeah. any amount of humanity. And all you did is you walked in and you're like, hey, you're a bunch of humans. I'm a human. Let's right. just be decent to one another. I and they're like, the and they were girl. so receptive yeah. to it because they never get that because they're never treated right. as human. That's right. how you that's how you keep people down and under your foot is you treat them like criminals. Yeah. yeah. Well, what you said before is completely spot on. Figure out why people are criminals because it's not because they're a piece of shit. No. That's not why people are criminals. Mm-hmm. They're criminals largely because they've had a bad hand dealt to them and they don't have resources. So figure that out. And then treat them with respect. Because it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. Just about everybody deserves respect. Now, there's some pretty horrific crimes out there. Yeah. And there's some pretty detestable people. But but most aren't. Most people are just like you and me. When they took me to death row, people were like, you know, they had the head down and all that. And I was like, look here, y'all. You know, you killed the nine-week-old baby. You raped the six-month-old baby. You mm. took your wife and decapitated her. Well, I don't know what you done. Mm-hmm. But raise your head. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge. Mm-hmm. That's, that's God's uh, uh, decision, not yeah. mine. Yeah. I'm here to just love on you, and hopefully I'll be the one that you might want to say something to the family, mm-hmm. and you will never get that chance. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you say it to me. That's the only reason I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not come here to, I don't want to hear nothing about your case, mm-hmm. unless you want to tell me about your case, mm-hmm. and then I asked the little white guy right here sitting in front of me, I said, uh, why are you crying, you've been crying since I've been here, and I've been here about an hour and a half, mm-hmm. he said, uh, I don't know what to say, I said, just say it, dude, mm-hmm. he said, uh, all my life, I've been taught to be a, a white supremacist, mm-hmm. he said, I, well, I, I was taught to hate y'all, mm-hmm. He said they done had a thousand uh, presenters and speakers out here. Mm-hmm. And ain't now one of them ever made me feel like you just made me feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a question. And if you say no, I, I won't even be offended. He said, but I've never hugged a black woman. Mm-hmm. Can I hug you? Mm-hmm. I said, bitch, if you don't hug this fine woman, you're <laughs> you already know. And so when we got up, everybody started clapping and crying. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it made me cry just because he was taught to hate me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And didn't even know nothing about me. Yeah. And then right. never, not only hugged a black woman, probably never touched a black person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. Fox News does. So that was, you know, yeah. So, so, that, yeah. Yeah. so that was good for me to even, for him to even get that off his shoulder. Yeah. Right. I don't know if he got, you know, death row, you know, death now yeah. or not, but that yeah. was like four, five years ago. Yeah. But just to know he said, I was taught all my life. And you said it earlier. Yeah. We're taught hate yeah. and yes. racism. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling him, I don't care. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I hate that y'all, all the stories y'all keep telling me about my ancestors. But quit telling me all these stories now. Yeah, yeah. Let's get right here. Yeah. I want to get right here. I don't want to, if I see one more damn picture of my, whoever this black man is with all these straps on his back. On his back. Yeah. On his back. Yeah. Yeah. Can y'all show me something else? Show, something me, else. show me Maya Angelou. Show yeah. me what else. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And we talked about the last episode. Mm-hmm. I said that the, uh, because they were showing the Sandra Bland video again. I said, I don't want to see it. I don't, don't want to see, see that shit no more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired of we, that. We have prime example that is still here, mm-hmm. freshly, which we know it is. At the NFL draft, yeah. 
Now, my brothers and them went to the to main one down Broadway for two, three days. Mm -hmm. I stayed to the one at the Fair Park. You know, I want to see Mars Day. Mm -hmm. So I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but I got I got a little chick off the NBA. You know, you know, just get real. But anyway, my my brother over there, he said, I said, Lonnie, have you ever seen the police walk around with dogs yeah. those two days over there? He said, dogs. I said, why are they over here with dogs, the police? Huh. Why are they over here yeah. at the NBA Young Boys and Mars Day and all them with walking dogs? Yeah. And so I tell the police, I said, sir, you waiting to shoot a nigga, ain't Excuse me, what you mean by that? Y'all have not pulled out one dog from oh. the NFL, all these drunk ass white folks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you came over here and we mind our own fit and just groove into the yeah. rhythm. Mm -hmm. And you get out of your car with two dogs. Two dogs. No, they finna sniff this joint in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they finna sniff the meth and shit over there at the NFL if you'd have had the dogs over there. Yeah. yeah. Then they finna do all that run, and then the dude finna take out running, and you finna try to stop him. Yeah. He didn't stop, and then you shot four times yeah, in the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you provoked that, sir, by bringing them dogs over there in the first yeah. place. Mm -hmm. And so I want to know what you think about that being fair, sir. Oh, he turned so red. It wasn't that I'm trying to aim at him. And another thing, let me say this real quick. I know the officers got families, so let me say this to the wives and the children. I know y'all innocent. Y'all got nothing to do with this. Y'all ain't have no idea that your daddy gonna go out and do this or your mm -hmm. husband gonna go out and do this. And then you gotta go to school and hear all of this. Was that true that your daddy shot four niggers? Was that true that your your daddy helped hang a black woman in prison? I can only imagine what they go through. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm telling you, y'all pain ain't no worse than our pain mm -hmm. when we have to go to the morgue. Mm -hmm. Y'all are gonna be going to see one day. Your husband or your your son or whatever in handcuffs and in prison. Because I might not live to see it. And mm -hmm. I ain't trying to do no Martin Luther King speech. I might not live to see it. But it's going to come a day that these young people, they are coming together. Hispanic, white, Asian, black, they are coming together mm -hmm. on this social justice now. Mm -hmm. And they're going to change this law for yeah. them and their children. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. you're going to come today. It's going to come the day that we are going to get to see some justice here. I might not get to see it, but my 16-year-old grandson and his yes. children probably will. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to say that to, I just want to give that shout out to the wives and the children of these police yeah, officers. That means a bad decision. Mm -hmm. All police officers is not bad. Yes. It's the ones that send in there hearing this mm -hmm. stuff and don't yes. turn them in. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And it's the ones who witness this happening and continue to give support to the officer without an Second to consider the other perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which y'all had putting the planting the guns and putting the stuff, the weed and stuff on them when you know they didn't have it. And so I, I see. Or even if they did, it's weed. Who cares? Yeah. That's that's where that's where <laughs> problematic was. Legal anyway, yeah. 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 Legal. Legal yeah. I went to California, but I didn't know oh, it yeah. was legal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that dude on the bus stopped smoking a joint. Is that girl standing by the store smoking weed? <laughs> You know, so I didn't know that they could do that. So, yeah. shit, yeah. everybody moving to California now. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I would tell anybody, even though I, I experienced all kind of drugs, we never done nothing to me but made me stupid laughing <laughs> and raiding up somebody's refrigerator. Yeah. It never made me vicious. It never made me. It doesn't me. make anybody. So I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I have red sleep. It's yeah. actually, yeah. The, the reason I, why. I it relaxes. Well, and the reason, yeah. like, just. It actually genuinely has medicinal qualities, and we know this because states have legalized it for medicinal purposes. Right. Yeah. So it's medicine. Yeah. It actually yeah. helps you. That lady said it helped her glaucoma. Did you see that? Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. So why, it is a medicine. Yeah. Why yeah. are we arresting people for medicine? Right, right, yeah, right. It grows naturally. Yeah. It's not even so, made in a lab. It, it's part of nature. So, Mr. Police Officer, this is what I want to say, because I don't know how much time, how many more time we got? About we got end. a little. Yeah, we got a little bit, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, why can't we do something together with police officer or uh, outing event? And well, still, I, like, I, I, like I told them, I said, y'all, won't y'all do something? Y'all comes over to well, the yeah, whatever. He didn't, he didn't say that. Whatever the hood, the pride, he be hanging, y'all need to be hanging mine or whatever. Why don't y'all sometimes just come and say, Miss Smith, I've been seeing you sitting down here lately. Mm-hmm. Just want to call t- and come and talk to him. My name Officer Bill. And, uh, right, right. Just want to, you know, have yeah, yeah, this a day. Yeah, they don't do that. They're still coming here kicking in Miss Smith, doling with her nephew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, come yeah. over here and, and get a relationship with me sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go through the project, you're looking for a reason to pull five cars over in yeah. one hour. Right. I sent mm-hmm. that film there one time before on purpose because they told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a... Uh, yeah. I had an event over there, and I said, oh, let me show you how these gangs will come out. And they not even going to do nothing to each other. Y'all yeah. provoke that because y'all, y'all, make, provoke, y'all yeah. always talking about, yeah. oh, them gangs over there together, they finna be a shootout. They weren't even thinking about a damn shootout. They right. think about all them pieces and chickens we had down yeah. there. Yeah. And so we get down there, so I said, watch this, watch, watch. I'm telling them from level to one, watch, watch, watch this. Ain't a police in sight from level to one. And I done seen 19 police just from 11 to 1130, right, that whole week. I found out that somebody made one phone call to the captain. I mean, like the captain, one is the chief. That's right. And uh, <laughs> told him what was going on, and we want the police held off. Mm-hmm. So if you got that damn much power to call the chief Anderson to tell them to hold the police off from 11 to 1, it made me look stupid. Because mm-hmm. I done already told them, look at all these police been riding up down the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, not one police. Mm-hmm. Now, 1101, I mean, 101, here it go. Mm-hmm. We racking up now, which it was a good thing for me because they were able to eat and relax and ain't got to worry about taking out running or whatever. Yeah. But it was just a point that you can't tell me you don't have control of certain things. I've right. just seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, you know why cops don't do that? To one. Yeah. You know why cops don't do that? It's because police training teaches us that the way to stop crime is to arrest bad guys. That's okay. not true. That's not how you stop crime. That's actually how you per, per, uh, make it continue. You know how you stop crime is you get to know people. Yeah. And you get you yeah. build you build a relationship and you get them to trust you and you trust them and you actually see the problems for what they are not because the person's a criminal but because they've got a really bad set of circumstances yeah. that have landed them in a tough spot. And then you work on ways to actually help them. That's uh, that's that, yeah. that's how you win crime. Yeah. You win crime doing what you do. You don't end crime doing what I do. Yeah. I just make it worse. I just, yeah. I just, I just poke the dog in the ribs. Mm-hmm. So I saw it when you asked the other question about when they still come at me, and I told you, yeah, because how they do do me now with the parole all the time. I can't hire people. I tell her and all the rest of them all the time. I mean, I I'll be trying to train people, mm-hmm. take that torch and run with it because I know they're coming after me. Mm-hmm. I know that, especially now they've seen I got a new horn and didn't die. Or mm-hmm. uh, they already know here I come. So what I tell them all the time, they're going to get me on a bogus charge. And it ain't even going to be the charge. It's going to be the bond they're going to sit so high for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That they're going to figure like I can't get out. And that's what I'm telling them. This is how they're going to trick me up. And I know you're coming. And I, I and I feel you coming at me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to stop until the time comes for that. I ain't going to know about it. I tell people all the time. 
Clean my I'm afraid you're gonna get shot. Well, that's one thing about it. I won't know about it. You will. Yeah. Mm, right. I, I mean, I just, yes. I, I ain't even for the yes. thing like that. I don't know about it. You will. Right, and right. if I don't die, they still mean then hospital doctors and the Nordy Fangles then finna bring me back again. Right. But I can't focus on that because they're gonna make me stop going pick up these 10 black boys I'm finna go pick up tomorrow yes. mm-hmm. and yes. do some stuff with. It's gonna make me stop the mom group like her son got gunned down and she don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Like this man talking about the, the mothers of his. Friends, I, but I need to go find them and get them in group or go somewhere where they at and start a group. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep doing my work. Yeah. I didn't ask for none of this. I didn't ask to be raped at five. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask to be drugged up, smoking cigarettes. I didn't ask to be snatched up, sold all over the damn place, degrading my body, messing up my body, no more children and all that. And I didn't ask to come back and try to help no damn body. I mm-hmm. don't care. Leave me the hell alone. Let me die in this crack house. I'm fine because mm-hmm. I'm angry and I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And I felt like everybody failed me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, so now that I saw that, damn, this is what I did want. If mm-hmm. this ain't what he did, he wanted. Mm-hmm. For him to snatch me out and clean me up like that. I tell people all the time, they're like, well, Miss Greeny, I thought you said you ain't never been to school. How you know all this stuff? Uh, I experienced it. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't been to nail school. Right, yeah. yeah. Not for where I, I feel like I stayed. Right. You know, I remember walking in the door and walking back out and ain't right. been back since. I think that was sixth grade because everybody was talking about I smell like piss. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. my mom and them had washed me up. My right. sister and brothers were pissed all in the bed. We sleeping in one damn bed, 15 of us. Mm-hmm. Come on now. So I never went back. My the self-esteem already gone from these men feeling all on me all yeah. damn night. Yeah. Then I start feeling on my sister and them. I gotta hear that damn screaming and hollering. And so I'm telling them, leave them alone to come over here. Mm-hmm. Right. And they perfect ass came over here. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? But at least my sister and them ain't screaming no more. I believe this is what's wrong with my sister in a mental state of mind right today. Mm-hmm. That she don't understand what was happening with her. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't I didn't want it, I mm-hmm. didn't want to carry all of this. But now that I did, and it came to me, so when the police officer and the judges, when I be fighting my case and speaking up on that witness stand and all that, mm-hmm. they want to know, how do I know all this? Mm-hmm. How many times did y'all arrest me, sir? Mm-hmm. How many times did y'all talk bad to me? How many times did you rape me in the back of the car, mm-hmm. police officer? Mm-hmm. See, we don't talk about that part. Because mm-hmm. you ain't been go to the judge and tell the judge, the lawyer, nobody, because you're a prostitute, you're a junkie, and you're nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all take pictures up. Y'all don't arrest us majority of the time, and that's still right today. Mm-hmm. You take us around that damn dog-ass corner, and you mm-hmm. rape the shit out of us, do all kinds of shit, piss on us, shit on us, spit on us, everything. Then you bring our ass right on back and drop us off to make the corner look like we just went and snitched on right. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't finna yeah. tell y'all what they just done us. We yeah. so degraded and embarrassed. So you gonna automatically think, well, that be damn, Clem came back that quick. Mm. She done took her ass mm-hmm. around and told on little JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Now I'm set up again. Yep. Come on now. Yep. See, don't nobody want to talk about that shit. Yeah. Don't yes, nobody want to talk about that. Yes, ma'am. And people who look like me wouldn't even know what goes on. Right. You'd have no clue. Yeah. And you would think it's fiction because yeah. the stuff you're talking about right now is the stuff we see in movies. Like, what? the stuff you're talking about right now is the stuff we see in movies, like mm-hmm. watching Law and Order and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That very yes. story you just yes. said mm-hmm. is yes. something you would see in a Law and yes. Order episode, and people wouldn't think so, that's real life. I know so. people thought that um, this girl making up all this stuff. I went to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I sure got to share this. I went to New Orleans because they, the Magnet program want to start making houses because so many women's now mm-hmm. that they can't do everybody. So she want to mimic houses everywhere. So she started wanting, and New Orleans want to start about it because they heard about it. Mm-hmm. So they said, we don't got nobody sent down there. And so Becca herself 
called me and said, Clemmy, I need you to do a missionary job. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and y'all, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't do no church. I still don't do church. I go every day and then. Mm-hmm. But my church right here, bro, mm-hmm. you ain't been tricking me and all that. I ain't putting nothing in your collection plate. I'm mm-hmm. going up and pay that lady light bill. But I'm not putting <laughs> no money in your collection Let's talk about demonstrating my pastor green. Let me give him a shout out, William Green. Because he already know. You tell everybody she come to church every once every 90 days. He'll see me in the house. Oh, Clemmy in the house. Must 90 days must be up. And, but let me tell you what she do with her other days. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. He lets them know my other days. I'm in church 24-7 with yeah. everybody yeah. and everything. Yeah. So you ain't even trick me with that every Sunday stuff. Right. I'm not getting up every Sunday. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and, I, I don't go every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so scary now because I ain't trying to change the subject. I'll get back okay. on the subject. Because all these so-called Christians, you saw me out here with lipstick on and a damn short-ass dress and some high heel with the stilettos that they call them at 13. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in front of the church and then now one of y'all even come over and try to pray for me or ask me, honey, why are you dressed like this? Right. I come in front of y'all place when I aged out and I'm a junkie now. I come in front of your place on Sundays on Thanksgiving for a reason. And you still don't throw a nigga a bone? Mm-hmm. So you're going to tell me you're a Christian? So you sit here and I don't understand how you can be a Christian and you sit here and watch the people get electrocuted, injected, and all this mm-hmm. on death row. Mm-hmm. I will not be able to sit here and watch this man fry and jerk and all of this. Mm-hmm. Christians would not be able to hold in the truth of all this darkness that they know mm-hmm. that your people are out here doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that word Christian don't mean nothing to me. I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. I ain't yes. religious yes. and I ain't Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm spiritual. Mm-hmm. So let me just yes. get that clear, y'all. So yes. I, the yes. reason they don't yes. let me life. come and speak yes. at churches a lot because they don't <laughs> like what I say. Yeah. And I don't. I either get put out for I even finish my right. presentation, yeah. Right. Yeah. or I don't right. get invited back, yeah. and I don't care. Yeah. My church is the street. I went mm-hmm. to Jesus Christ University. Right. All black. Right. right. The only reason I go to church so, is my wife. Well, I mean, you know, I, I do it. I've been every now and then, you know, with, with my guy. Every now and then. Every now and then. But, I, but so, getting back to what I was talking about, with how I don't know about talking about what, what happens with us, is that we, until we can just, what I'm finna say about, when you, I want to go back to you before we run out about you saying it take us to start talking about it. Because before I got on the radio, I mm-hmm. said I talked to my white occasion, Caucasian friends yeah. now. And tell now everybody I go to now. I don't care if I go to the gut. I don't care where I go. I'm so bold, I just go in there. Yeah. And I'm like, look at here, sir. Man, they ain't hearing me. Mm-hmm. You got to be the one come out. Yo, I even told Amy Grant that mm-hmm. I need you to do a concert for me, but you the one got to come out. Your mother, thank you, Amy Grant, because you got four of my kids at your camp this year. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, uh, y'all the one got to start talking. It ain't no y'all don't like that word y'all, but it's the truth. Yeah. Y'all the one got to start speaking for us mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I know Martin Luther King had some white folks with him fighting, but yes. we can't get some with us. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple. I'm not saying that people to get you. Uh, bang, uh, you gotta have white people as allies. But, yes. but until we get to this part, mm-hmm. until I can go to that all white presentation with you and mm-hmm. you let me speak, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. go to the Rotary. They yeah. ain't even gonna let me near that. Mm-hmm. I can't go to the Junior League, Women's Junior League. Mm-hmm. Uh, who finna give me a permit in there? Mm-hmm. You the one got to give me a permit in there for them to hear me. Mm-hmm. I went right. to the um when when the thing happened, I went to the um the West Precinct. I ain't never been to West Police Precinct. Mm-hmm. So y'all had all this meeting about these shootings, guys, mm-hmm. in Franklin, mm-hmm. 
It was what, 25 of y'all? Mm-hmm. It wasn't one black. Yeah. Y'all could at least have had the black woman bringing you some bottle water, make it mm-hmm. look good. Mm-hmm. It was not one black, and y'all in there talking about how to raise my kids. Yeah, right. Yep. Mm. Get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So all I know, y'all back in there plotting about how many kids y'all finna take out this summer. Mm-hmm. So I went out there to ask them to have another meeting and let me be the speaker. You think I done heard from anybody? Mm-hmm. Nope, not a word. So that's scary to me, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we got to quit being scared to say certain things. We got to quit being scared. Here come Clemmy, black angry woman. Mm-hmm. Y'all can keep calling it what y'all want to call it, but I'm keep coming. Yeah, yeah. But I want to yeah. find another way to do this. Y'all right. don't see no other way. Mm-hmm. Right. But we need a leader out here to start some shit. Look in the mirror. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, my new the King, Gandhi, and all of whoever you favoritism, you... You them. Yeah. Right. Just show up and they show just, out. They set the blueprint. They set the blueprint. They passed the torch. Ain't yep. no damn body running. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, y'all, come on. Uh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'm just, man, it's just, sometimes it's frustrating with me, but sometimes. I said that, I said that last yeah, week. I said it's frustrating. But, it, but I ain't quitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Clemmie, they just shot up saying, sir. Miss Clemmie, they just rest him, gave him 30 years, and he didn't have to do nothing. Miss Clemmie, I said, Y'all come let me all in. As soon as I show up at the council meeting and shut it down, I look back and I got three people with me. Right. Y'all want me to do all this, go to the police department. When I get there ready to talk all this shit, I'm like, hold up, I'm waiting on my feet. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm still hard at 1230. They be here, hold up. They don't color people time. So, yeah, they don't color people time. <laughs> so don't do this if you're not ready to stand with me. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. You know? They, uh, with the Clemens thing, uh, when the Black Lives Matter came in, it's because I went to the head person yeah. mm. and asked them. I shouldn't have heard about this three days ago. Yeah. And the street ain't shut down over here in my yard saying, Clemens, let's do something. It was three days. Yeah. And my nephew just called me and said, Clemens, the, the parents is up here on the bridge. I got a mom program. I got to go to this mother. Yeah. So when I got up on the bridge and found out what it all what it happened, I'm like, oh, no. But the difference between me and shutting down the interstate, where did I go? To the mayor's house. Mm-hmm. I went straight to Mayor, well, former Mayor Megan mm-hmm. Berry. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the impact, the impact came. Right. There. Now, let me just apologize because I did take a coffin and put it in a yard. Mm. With the boy's picture on it. Mm-hmm. The, boy, the sons that he left behind. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea two months later her son going to be found dead, you mm-hmm. know, overdose something. Mm-hmm. So I had to apologize, and I even went to the uh, service. Mm-hmm. I stood in line mm-hmm. for two hours because I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. And when I hugged her, I said to her, and I hope she's listening, I don't want you to hug me because you'll give me one of those political hugs. Mm-hmm. I want to hug you because I'm giving you a real genuine mom hug. Mm-hmm. And when we get through, I'm here for you as a mother. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm going to give you a minute, but I'll be back for my, with my protest. Because yes, that's who I am, mm-hmm. my advocate for mm-hmm. the, my community. Mm-hmm. So I'm as real as I'm going to get. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I just need folks to step up to the plate to the and plate. get real, too. I need more of our white people mm-hmm. to come and quit saying they hear about me and think they know about me and you don't, and really come and get to know me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all talk about me and you don't even know my middle name, not mm-hmm. only my last name. Right. Mm-hmm. You never had lunch with me. You never broke bread with me. And I'm talking about some of my black people too. Let me throw that in there. Mm-hmm. 
Cause I done been to some of y'all, the black chambers, the one hundred men, the one hundred uh, uh, black women, the the um, uh, caucus, all of y'all. I done been to y'all. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all brought me to the table and told me a political damn statement too. So y'all ain't off the hook. Yeah. Y'all until we come together. Don't tell me again about it. Take a village to raise a kid. Y'all mm. have said that so damn much, y'all need to wipe that on y'all door. Mm. And maybe when y'all walk in every day, it'll dawn on you again that you ain't done shit for your village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just want to just tell everybody that Clement G from Tennessee going to beat Clement G. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm going to beat with or without your How do help. people reach out to you? My cell number. I don't need a secretary. Oh. 615-589-8984. That's as personable as it gets. Yeah, there you go. There if you, you didn't believe a word she yeah. just said, she just I'm proved telling it. you. She <laughs> proved it right there. 615-589-8984. My organization, Nashville Peacemakers, with an S, dot org. NashvillePeacemakers, dot org. Google Clemmy Greenlee, and you'll find everything. How do you spell your name? How do you spell my name? C-L-E-M-M-I-E-G-R-E-E-N-L-E-E. Don't put no F on it. And do you have any, like, type of events that's coming up? I have a comedy for my mother's coming up at the Penobis. Club in Rivergate, May the 25th. Okay. I'm May t- the 25th. May what the time? 25th from uh, 7 until. I-, I think me and my wife will show up. Okay. I would love for all the mothers to come, whether you've lost your child with cancer or uh, anything. Mm-hmm. Any mothers yeah. have lost a child. I, I do focus well, it, it, on gun violence. Is it just violence. for mothers or? No, it's for everybody. Okay, $5 okay, okay. for men. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I want to try to raise them little something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring yeah, my But I think $5 good, gentlemen. Yeah. Quit playing. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> one, one blunt and cigarette cost that much. So quit playing. <laughs> uh, and the mothers, I just want them to be loved on. They will get dinner they, and they'll get a drink. Oh, uh, okay. And I want the comedians okay. to come out and make us laugh. We've been crying too long. Right. I'm just glad I'm not the only one on here not talking about weed now. So. Yeah, I'll yeah. shit. Yeah, they got <laughs> Anyway, let me get back to the next one. <laughs> you made me jump on another subject. Uh, and then uh, July the 20th, well, no, July the 13th, I'm doing a ride against violence. Okay. Dirty boys, yeah, hang. Uh, <laughs> ride against violence is going to be uh, coming out of New Orleans, Michigan, Atlanta. The chapters are coming together to gotcha. do a ride against violence fundraiser for mm-hmm. me at Hatley Park at North Nashville, 28th yeah. Avenue North. Yeah. And then July the 20th, we're blocking off Jefferson Street Ooh. from. Uh, from Kingdom Cafe all the way down to the Avalon Ooh, store okay, yeah. and try to bring back Summerfest musical yeah. Jeff, Jefferson Street. Yes. So we can kind of like bring our people back and our culture back and start getting these black business noticed and spending money on yes, too. So we uh we don't have a CMA, you know, Country Music Award, but we're going to make it a BMA, <laughs> Black Music Award. So let's come out. Y'all support us. Yes. We're looking for sponsors. Oh my God. We're looking for vendors. Yes. Again, 615 615- Five eight nine eight nine eight four, and then I'll take you to the rest of the ones yes. I called out. Yes, there you go. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Do y'all have anything? That was an yeah. education. That was great. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I really don't have nothing else to say. <laughs> I, I mean, because you didn't say everything. Yeah. Did you want to tag us? Yeah, we got Blackbuster. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at Blackbuster? Black-owned business makes clothing. 
Mm-mm. Specifically for black people. Oh, I need to find it. B l a c k l u s t r e dot com. Yeah, y'all yeah. got the information. Uh, well, tell me what to look on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got your phone number now, so I'll okay. Text you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, um, producer preacher Torn, you got anything for us today? Yeah, man. We're gonna since you named Hadley Park. Yeah, that's I'm our. Gonna uh, actually, where the five uh, percenters meet too. Five percenters meet at Hadley Park. Five yeah. percent of guests on here, but so that's where they meet. Hadley Park is our uh, little known fact. So Hadley Park was the first designated Negro Park in the United States. Hmm. So July Fourth, I think it was like nineteen something, nineteen twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when we got our first official black park where what? we could go and be. In. July the fourth. July Fourth is when they dedicated it to us. So. I, don't See, know, I didn't know that. I didn't look, know that. I yeah. didn't even know that. I, know. How long I, I just been learned been, something. Look, watch this. How long I've been feeding in the park July the 4th? Almost 12. Well, this was my 12th year. year. I'm telling you, you're a prophet. I'm, you're I'm, a prophet. I'm, I'm, you in that space. Oh, man. I'm supposed to be retired. And somebody <laughs> called me I feel today. like you, you resurrected. For you, 12 years. You're yeah. nipsy in the flesh in the one. It's a, a woman. <laughs> you know? You just everything. I, I started in 2008. <laughs> 2009 is when Steve McNair got killed on July the 4th. Yeah. That's when I tried to get the Titans involved because it was gun violence. Yeah. I've been feeding in that park every 4th of Can July. Can I get you to do huh. something in Memphis in my neighborhood? I want to come to Memphis. Oh, yeah. That's I'm where I'm from. I'm Memphis. from. I, I'm, I'm trying from. to get to Memphis. Yeah, well, I need, I need, we need it back. Shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I ain't going to lie. We can shut Elvis Presley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's look up like he said, you got my number. Yeah. <laughs> but I did not know that part. Yeah. And this morning they called me. They said, Clement, what we going to do? It got so good. I've never had a shooting. Mm-hmm. Never had anything. Now, really didn't even never have to call the police. I just do it for safety. Yeah. Because they kind of got a little out of hand for the last four, five years. Yeah. But they never done nothing in my event. Yeah. My right. event, they never been shot up. And they want to know why. And I tell them, I, don't, I come at them like I am. Yeah. But I, I but I've said that I got excited about that too, and I'm glad you just said it because mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But the other thing, the last thing is with Hattie Park, I am so fed up that we would not fight for Hattie Park to get re rebeautified. Oh yeah, it needs to be. be yeah. That damn bench. When you say this was eighteen what? Nineteen twelve is when we got it. Nineteen twelve when they put them benches out there, ain't it? Yeah. Cause that Same damn show ain't been changed. <laughs> I get one more splendor in my ass. They yeah. don't change this part. We black people. Yeah. I'm speaking to my black folks now. All the elected officials, all of y'all. I don't want to go to Centennial no more. How to, ooh, wow. I want to come to Halley Park, y'all, Halley and Park say the same ours. thing. Yeah. So oh see what we God. got to do. I heard they got a new oh director. Somebody yeah. give me her information, but you know I'm going to find it out anyway. And I'm going to have a meeting and see what we need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halle Halle Park is all I just wanted to, to thank it. you for sharing yeah. that for me, though. Yeah, no but don't y'all think Halle Park need to be? Of course. Okay. Yeah. You want to make sure I yeah. have to? <laughs> 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 you've been tripping off me. I love to hear your story, though. You're such a beautiful person to me. Yep. So I'm so happy that Antoine was able to reach out and... I just want to thank you for coming. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, I, I, and I'm glad that we got your number. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. be in touch. I want to come to Memphis. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're, we're going, going to Memphis. We're going to Memphis. Yeah. We're going to Memphis. We've yep. been trying to plan to go to Memphis for a minute now. But, yeah, we, okay. Memphis definitely needs Because I can uh, start the groups up here. Yes. I, I also yes. do a, uh, my, when I keep talking about my boys, mm-hmm. it's a straight talk group. That's what I told y'all putting y'all on blast. Yeah. I need y'all to give me some boys. Y'all can come and talk to them. I told okay. you that at my right. table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because they was heading for the game. Some of them still think they're game. 
my buddy. Mm-hmm. I let them take what they think. Right, They're 12 yeah, 16. Right. Okay. But they've been coming, and I've had them for about eight months. So that mm-hmm. means they want something. Yeah. You know, I, oh, for I sure. talk to oh, yeah. everybody yeah. here. Yeah. And, and, and when do you do this? I do this on I do this on every Saturday and every Thursday. So you got so, something going tomorrow? Tomorrow I'm going to pick all them baby boys. And up. where they going to be at? I'm going to take where well, they're having a little uh, silence to violence March event in Halley Park tomorrow. In Halley Park? Mm-hmm. From 9 to... I think it's nine to one, or nine to two, something like that. Silence of Violence March. So I'm gonna take them there first and let them see that because they ain't seen nothing like that. Then I'm gonna take them to show this and eat. I do my classes. <laughs> okay, starting. I can probably come out tomorrow. Okay, yeah. my classes is every Saturday with them because the school out from uh twelve to two. So I'm either gonna do ten to two, twelve to two, but I still be with them within that two. And I do all that in Magruder Center. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. So I do a girl group. Uh. Okay. Also, sir. Yeah. That um. Called back to bases. These girls are just as in many games as the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just as treacherous yeah. and cutthroat as they are. So they are twelve to sixteen too. And they, they they ran me out of my home, tore up my band. I called them a herd of elephants, and I put their ass out. But they <laughs> came back, and they asked me, "Don't give up on them." Yeah. And that word choked me to death. Yeah. So I said, "I tell you what, I'll, y'all show up the next day, which was Monday, at five thirty. If one person late, the whole group is through." Yeah. They was at my house five oh five. Okay. Hey, real quick, because I, I got my phone ready. Okay. I, I I said I had your number, but I didn't take it down. Oh, my number six one five five eight nine eight nine eight four eight nine eight four. Yeah. C L E M M I E. Yes. Nashville right. Peacemaker Y'all need to go to my website. Put yes. me a five on it. I got mm-hmm. five on it. That go your Burger King. That go your Blunt. That go your liquor. Cigarello. That go your Cigarello. There go your sensation. Come on now. Y'all help a sister out. Uh, I do my stuff out of my house and out of my garage. I lost my house. I got The house got sold. Wait, my father, make people please start buying your house. I should have right. been yep. known that. Right. But anyway, I ended up in a little two-bedroom apartment. Thank you, Jesus. I did gotcha. end up with something. But it caused me to lose the space that I really had them in. And so when you change spaces, you kind of... Get them yeah. that kind of scared and that thing you're gonna lose something. Yeah. Guys, I don't wanna lose nothing. So I do need y'all five on it, y'all dollars yes. on it. Go to my webpage, punch my right button. Now. I, I got Cash yeah. App, okay. which is the dollar sign, Clemmy G. Mm. All everything low key, dollar sign, Clemmy, <laughs> C L E M M I E G. So that way I can at least still take them places where I need to take them without getting yes. approval from the board. These yes. people are, are hungry today. <laughs> I ain't got time to wait six weeks to get approved for fucking two dollars. So please cash out me, put oh something on my book, find me and uh, look for me, and then we'll do y'all. Let me get my shit out. Y'all <laughs> But anyway, I love y'all. Thank y'all for this. I love you. This is my first year of my new hard new start, and y'all really started my morning off. I know my dreadlock <laughs> God woke me up and, and yes. had me on my way. But coming to you guys first, I want to give a shout out to Ta- Tatiana. I can't never say her name. But I'm just going to say Mama Titi because I renamed Mama her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I renamed her because I cannot say her name. Cousin but, uh, Tiana. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I, just, I just Googled your, your organization. Okay. And I chose the call function and it's your cell phone. Really? Oh, on my, yeah. on my, on yeah. your website. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got my cell phone. I don't want to be on the secretary, no administrator. I ain't the damn man. president. I'm your people. Get you. You gonna get to me? Well, hey. <laughs> oh man. Google my name. My to, name. To name. say, to say the least, it was an honor oh to meet you, thank and you. on such a special day. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. And oh, thank man. you for what you do. Yeah. yeah thank and, you for what you do. I get that shit all the time, and I shouldn't. Thank you for what you do. Yes. Thank you.
Man, well, thank mm-hmm. y'all yeah, for listening. Thank you, too, though. thank you for what you do for coming to try to be here in the other mm-hmm. side. Yes. Let me just say yes, that. Yes, yes. That's very yes. rare. Yes. And him. I was surprised that he wanted to even do the show. I know. When I first asked him a year ago, I was wow. surprised that even uh, producer Twan wanted to do the show. So, I mean, yeah, this is everything to me. Is. So. I just want Thank to appreciate you for that the vision, and you kept yeah. at it. Well, you know, hey, the, yeah. the dreadlock God spoke yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 the dreadlock God spoke to me. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, once again, just thank everybody for being here. Thank y'all for listening, and uh, I guess we are out. Yeah. Peace. All right. Peace. <laughs>